Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning this morning. I gotta save my voice for tonight. It so it's, I'm on voice. I'm resting. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. And happy anniversary to our friend Brett Fester. This is the <laughs> year three for Bert. To be sitting there the thank whole time and uh, gosh darn it all. What a treat you've been. Well, thank you. <laughs> like it was yesterday. It was. It's not that long. That's why it's only been three years. This is a weird Brett's third year sitting in that chair and uh, couldn't be happy to be staring at Brett. How are you, Brett? Are you I'm feeling great. all right today? All right, Wonderful. Good. Making sure that you're doing okay. A little Sambuca last night to celebrate. Because I was going to bring up, you were drinking, you sent a shot over uh, to celebrate your anniversary That's right. of being part of this show. And uh, Brett sent a picture over of him with a shot of Sambuca. And your shot glasses have Al Capone on them. Oh, yeah. I got, I got all the mobs. Was it? I, it was yeah. awesome. I, I thought it was Don Rickles. <laughs> I thought it was Brady when I first looked at him. I'm like, no, that, he looks too angry. It's Al Capone. And I laugh because I'm like, are you trying to do the stereotypes? Are you uh, perpetuating this as far as you can? I mean... This is like he's, he's living it. This That's would be right. like if Larry sent over a picture of his wallet and had a lock on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing for fifteen minutes. Like, yep, I'm going to celebrate here. And I saw the Sambuca, and I'm like, well, of course, Sambuca. Yeah. That's. You're you're not helping the issue here. <laughs> Every time somebody on TV goes, well, that's not how all Italian Americans are. I'm like, bull. I guess it is. This one's like going further. He's breaking the curve the wrong way. You need spaghetti stains on a on a wife beater screaming about how you need to bring Columbus Day back, and that's the only difference. Start getting those warm-ups. But, uh, yeah, it was very funny. I was laughing pretty hard at that. So, nice work. Brett Fessler's third year here. Thank you. And it's very strange how fast time's gone. That is yeah. A blip. It does feel like yesterday. It, it went really quick, but uh, what are you going to do? I also uh, have to – there's breaking news this morning. It made me giggle uh, that a guy got stuck in a chimney. Uh, on 39th Avenue. And I don't know what the stories are. I, there's got to be better ways to break into houses than the one way, the only way that you can get jammed up and stuck in the house you're trying to break into or whatever you're trying to do, Christmas in July for your kids. It's just, it doesn't need to be that authentic if you're trying to do something for the family. And if you're breaking in, have a better plan. At least know that if the window chops up your arms, you can still run away. You get stuck in a chimney. You're there, and the embarrassing was he uh, upside down? I don't. I don't know that yet. I don't know. I don't know which way he was going. And that's the. I mean, because my dad's friend. That's what he got stuck in. Doing what? Was, uh, he was. They were trying to break into their cabin. This is when they're in high school, and Plus, he goes a I'll window, do it. and he was upside down for five hours. Yeah, and then they have to come get you. Yeah. And usually that means house destruction. You're definitely going to jail if you were not supposed to be there. You're in deep trouble if it's your dad's cabin. You got to pay for that. They're at a Boy Scout. They're in Philmont, New Mexico, at that Boy Scout camp. And um, he was lucky because they didn't have to destroy the chimney. They lowered a rope and he was upside down. And they kept pulling and they tried one last time. 
Because what happens? You panic, you swell up. Well, that's what they told you. Out of yeah. the fire. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of swelling going on. But bottom line, panic or not. Tad weed. It's the stu- oh, is that tad weed? Yep. Yeah. The stupidest way to get into a house might be the chimney. I look at mine all the time when I'm trying to figure out where the smoke is. Or is the flue open? It's a it's a like a three and a half yeah. inch hole. There's unless it doesn't matter it if you swell a, you up know, or not. You're getting stuck in that thing. And unless it's before that too. Again, I mean, if it's a traditional burning fireplace, still the opening is not that big. Wouldn't you have? And like, I understand sometimes they, it shifts. Oh yeah, it moves. It doesn't go straight right. down. And they have like a, a like I have a bird that lives in the top of it, and it sounds like he's in there. He can't get in there. There's like a filter on top and like a screen. Got to get through the flu. Yeah, I, I have no clue how this, like, why anybody gets in the brain. What house still has giant hole opening in the chimney, man-sized drop all the way down. And who's ever had, who's heard the story ever of broken through the chimney, got away with everything? Never. You don't go in through the, the chimney. Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. The Grinch and Santa. They're the only ones. How high do you have to be? It's on 39th Avenue. Come I on. Know. I know. Mean, it's a meth bus. We all know what's could happening. Have, hey, man, yeah. what's in the chimney? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't even know if that's the accent. I think it's just some <laughs> doped out, crazed nutbag. Maybe you're right, though. It's 39th Avenue. <laughs> I'm going in through the chimney. I'm having hallucinations. Come on, Holmes. We're going in, man. Just kick a door and break a window like an old-fashioned robber. Have a plan yeah, that class. doesn't include a, a construction crew pulling you out. And if you're one of those people, like my kids are, you're one, what I see is a 14-day daddy. Like I like to call him. You only see your kids every two weekends. And he's like, well, I'm going to do Christmas in July since that bitch will let me see him in December. <laughs> and he tried to impress his kids. And he's probably popping through the chimney. And he didn't realize, because he he's dumb, that uh, chimneys don't house people for a reason. It's Could not you the- imagine how hot that is? Oh, just, well, he did it in the middle of the night, too, so it's like, dumbass. You're still at 100. Oh, it's- I'd have lit a fire if I was at home. I'd be, screw you, pal. <laughs> the kids are... In the, yeah, just I, I, my, If I had to guess, 14-day daddy wanted to impress the kids on 39th Avenue because that's where you know a lot of uh, marital strife occurs where everybody's got to play the game. She probably moved into a house in Paradise Valley with her new guy. He's still stuck over there on 39th Avenue and thought, I'm going to get the kids' presents. I hope he was stuck in there with a sack and whatever. And by the way, future, if I'm missing and like you hear me in the chimney going, help, help. Brett's right. Light the fire and yep. me. Find my bones in the 100 years. I don't want to be found. I don't, want to, I don't want that to be something on my resume of life. Oh, remember that time John got stuck in the chimney doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the stupidest thing. Light the fire, throw some black powder in there. Maybe it'll fire out like a cannon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man, build some pressure behind me. Try to fire me back out of that hole I climbed into. Yeah, Uh, Brady's got no... The good thing is Brady has built himself up into a man who'll never even consider it. No. (laughs) I'm not a giant man, but I look at a chimney like, meh, not for me. I don't think I can do that. How, how, How slight do you have to be? How confident are you in your, you know, your... Physique that you can slip through a chimney. It's like uh, when Layla and Heather here in the building ran into those windows and thought, I can get through a one foot door. It's an 18 inch opening. And I'm like, beyond you just being dumb for walking into a window thinking it was a door, how arrogant are you? How skinny do you think you are that that's an opening sized for you? They don't show show them, though. But I mean, you got uh, that's a place I die. And that's 39th probably, Avenue that's Camelback. Yeah, see, I was right. Look, that's a house from the 70s. 
that that's not a chimney that they built in eighteen hundred that was just a gap on the top. I don't know how you get in and out of chimneys like that. It's a t- I, I barely Brady you wouldn't even fit through that brick part I if it was wide open. It's, it's too it's a circular. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Anyway, if you're in the area of 39th I, Avenue, they just shut it down. Get a leg in there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and why go in that way if you know? Like, you're, <laughs> no, I'm not doing the head first. No, I'm not diving in. Feet first, first time. That's the rules. It had to be. So, you're right. I mean, those you're those those chimney pipes are what maybe They're maybe a big. foot wide. They're, yeah, you're circular. Eighteen you, inches. You have to lube yourself up. I I have no idea what you're thinking. And again, you're not leaving out the chimney. So just have a plan to go. I know the doors are locked. Well, the so's the chimney. I am. I'm, I would not call the police if somebody tried to break into my house through the chimney. I'd be like, we've got a, a guy that lives in the chimney for a while until he's dead, and then the smell gets in there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. There's a lot of construction that goes with that. Getting him out of there, he's going to die in there, and then the fire will take care of the smell because I will light a fire every day of the summer to get rid of it. You're an idiot, so don't do that. And 14 day daddies, your kids will be just as impressed if you put up a tree in July. And stuff presents under it. They don't need the whole show. Just put it on the ceiling. Hang it upside down. The tree? The tree, yeah. <laughs> Why? That's uh, You do that in July? No, I don't know. They're just starting to do it in Christmas, too. Yeah, I've seen that, actually. Really? Yeah. 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 Christmas has its own thing. You don't change it. That's enough. Don't put upside down trees on anything. That's stupid. <laughs> That's the, what, what are you talking to that 17-year-old kid that taught you glizzy again? You no. still put your tree on the ground? <laughs> no, Dude. I haven't run into Tanner oh, in a while. Tanner. You can't have it either. Again, Tanner's a name that only young people have. Like Grandpa Tanner isn't a thing. You're not. If your name's Tanner, I hate to break it to you. You die in your thirties because I've never met an old Tanner. I don't think anybody ever will. The name's Tanner. Oh my God! And I've seen forty-eight summers. Oh, you seem extra old. Well, Tanner don't get much older than fifty. If you're a Tanner at age fifty, you know, tick tock, you're about done. Kiss it goodbye. The other great story in the news, uh, speaking of slipping into holes that weren't so big, remember that manatee that was guessing football games a few years ago in Florida? They had him in some tank, and he would, like, they'd make him swim over goalposts and then, like, hit a thing and be like, oh, the Dolphins are going to beat the Chiefs. Okay, he was doing that. Other than, so, yeah, he... Yeah, he was like a... a he was three a, generations past Paul the Octopus from the World Cup. Yeah, they have something every year. He's a stunt manatee. He was beloved, they said. He was uh, at an aquarium in... Uh, Florida, and uh, he died in April. People were pretty upset about it. Well, evidently, they performed manatee autopsies at the aquarium. He had a 14.5-inch centimeter rip in his colon from vigorous manatee gay sex. (laughs) Why release this news? (laughs) That's exactly right. It's caused by sexual encounters that were of the vigorous nature with another larger manatee, male, according to the necropsy. Report uh, findings that I published. They put it in the Department of Agriculture. It's a good spot for that. Inspection states uh, they failed to handle Hugh expeditiously and as carefully as possible to prevent trauma and physical harm resulting in the death of the animal after he was violently pounded in the ass by oh. another manatee. That doesn't say that. That's my addition to the story, but that's what happened. Well, somebody had to see this. Again, this is twice in the same week that zoos and aquariums are like, ah, damn, who cares what's it's going okay. on? It's okay. They're a male and female couple. They, they couple didn't there. know. They had no idea. One was bigger <laughs> than the other. It seemed to be working out. 
Meanwhile, and I didn't even know they had black manatees, one was ripping the colon out of the other to the point where it died. And if I'm the zoo, I don't release the information. The same way, I don't know why Columbus Zoo said, we didn't know that was a girl gorilla that just gave birth. What are we, just scientists of the zoo or something? Yes, actually, you're supposed to know about the animals. Just eight years into it. <laughs> what? Into what? That's how old the gorilla was. When oh, it was eight years it old. Was eight years old. Yeah. The gorilla was eight, and they still didn't know how it was, and it gave birth, and they still were shocked. So zoos and aquariums, and when you're asking questions of the people in the khakis, they're just like you and me. They're making it up as they go. There isn't a single expert on deck. I'm convinced of it. Two stories in a row this week. One was on Tuesday. One's on Friday. Uh, and then it, and then they're dumb enough to go, you know how it happened? Because it's just like if Brett and I worked at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting in the butt. <laughs> but that's the science you're getting from those aquariums. So all of it is just to take your money. All of it is manatee shit, And you can just walk through and stare at them because that's all they're doing too. Drop your dough at the door. And let them play pretend that they're doing great things for the animals. And just do what they're for. It's a visual spectacular. That's when he was all. picking teams, they were like, I don't understand this. He's always holding this help me card up. <laughs> right. I don't know what team He's that learned, is. Right. <laughs> He's picking the dolphin. He's pointing at the fish. The dolphins win every time because he's, he's identifying. He thinks you're putting up things to go, what's the thing that looks like what rapes you? The dolphin. The dolphin <laughs> looks like it rapes you. That's the one. You got the guy. I mean, it's not exactly right, but that's him. They, he thinks they're throwing up drawings of suspects. No, no, no. It's not the redskin. It's not that. You got to get rid of those. It's that one over there on the right. Dolphins are going to beat the redskins this weekend. No, God damn it. I'm not picking games. I'm identifying the assailant. That guy's... That guy's hard. Oh, that manatee boy picks the dolphins an awful lot. They're, you know, they're getting better. They got two a tongue of Iona. Dolphin must know the draft. God damn it! I'm not a dolphin. What do we know? We work in a zoo. We're just here for the money. Stop acting like you're experts, zoos, and then firing these stories out. And besides, if something died in your care of a massive uh, anal rape, and uh, it's up to you to tell the story to the public what had happened. Don't include that part. Lie. F- off. Why are you telling us this? Just say I had a, an intestinal disorder. Because they don't, you know why? Because they don't want to get in trouble for having sick animals. Because if they came out and said, well, he had some sort of intestinal problems. Like, what are you guys doing wrong? Because that doesn't happen in the in the ocean. So it's something you're doing. So they, they might have told the story. Yeah, I was getting raped by another manatee. We can't stop that. Evidently, that happens in the ocean, too. It's, it's just a f- tragedy. They show him uh, one picture where he's picking the teams. Yeah. That is a cry for help it's right a, there. It's you see me. That he's like, Get me <laughs> They're like, let's pay attention. He's, he's got all these eyes on him, and he's like, if I do this, will you at least kill the thing that rapes me nightly? He's got black eyes. Oh, <laughs> getting my ass kicked in here. It's prison. I've been saying it. Zoos are prison for animals. This proves it. They even resort to each other in the, the, in the aquariums. 38 years old. Yeah. Just they got the sisters hammered. in the ocean That's there, right. too. That's right. Every time he tried to do his manatee laundry, a couple of giant manatees came over there and just basically <laughs> until he died. Over here, we got uh, Hugh and Wolfie. Uh, honestly, if you want a zoo attraction, just go, that animal right there is getting to death by the other animals. Wow. Are you? Do you work here? Yes. I'm a marine biologist or something. I don't know. They hired me and put the khakis on me. I have some sort of a authority around here. Word got out in the rest of the aquarium. Hey, Wolfie's looking for another punk. <laughs> don't put another. And that's the other thing. Don't put another goddamn manatee in there. The giant dick gay one is killing people.
14 and a half inch rip. Black.com. Apart. Black.com. Underwaterblacks.com. 14.5 centimeters. Oh, man, still whatever. A rip. Still a big rip. That's a big I'm throwing it out there. I don't know the manatee sizes. They call them sea cows. And I mean, maybe the other manatee was blonde and had a fat ass. I know they could have just gotten the attraction of the bigger manatee, but that is a story right there that did not need to be told. Even Lex Steele's like, ah, damn. If I had dogs, a great, let's say I had a great Dane and a poodle at my house. And, uh, like, I came into work and said, guys, my poodle got killed. What happened? I don't know. It was, they got into a fight. That's as much as you'd know. Yeah. Because if my great Dane was raping my poodle and killed it, no one would ever know that story. That sounds like I'm running a nut house. <laughs> hear about John's house? His dogs F each other to death. I wouldn't tell you guys. I just wouldn't. There's certain things that need to be buried. One dog had a torn colon. Yeah, it tore his colon open. The poodle was split in half by the Great Dane Dick. And he told us. No, you just don't have it happen. So please, if you've got giant animals and little animals and they play humpy humps a little... Just keep this, keep the manatee in mind. And and by the way, Brady's right. Cry for help every time you click on it. Like the manatee in Florida is picking football games. No, he's not. He's underwater going. <laughs> Torn colon. He always like, is it? Hey, zoology guy, is it normal for him to all that red color? Uh, yes, very normal. In fact, uh, most manatees uh, process their foods and make it blood, and then they. Blood. Let's move on to the shark tank. What the hell's going on with the manatee's ass? Someone putting red dye in the lettuce that we feed them? <laughs> Why in the world is he? They eat lettuce? Yeah. Manatees Tons do not eat lettuce. More proof that this whole thing is a sham. Manatees don't get lettuce in the Swiss ocean. Swiss chard. A lovely diet. <laughs> Garbage right there. Throw some lettuce eat, at it. Yeah, a bunch of plants and stuff. Have you done no research working at a zoo? If you chuck one head of lettuce at a fish... You don't know what you're doing. He's eating it, so it must be okay. Yep. Kids will eat poison, but it's not okay. Oh. They actually do feed lettuce. I know, because they don't. Of course, because you're as qualified as any other zoo worker. (laughs) Throw lettuce at it. It didn't take to the lettuce. What about carrots? What do you think it eats in the ocean? Heads of lettuce? Doubt it. But yeah, we I don't think they have a garden. No, in, they're not. Yeah, yeah, maybe octopus <laughs> garden. It could be a thing. But yeah, they eat all the uh, weeds and stuff out of there. That's not Water. lettuce. Give it weeds from the ocean. Then why are we? They, they blend it in there. Brady, stop defending this absolute <laughs> garbage. Maybe they weren't feeding it lettuce, and that's why he was getting <laughs> sodomized. Really? That's why the other you're not eating lettuce. or not one it's of us. Payback. Yeah. Okay. You can defend this all you want, but the second someone in the khakis goes, "Had lettuce." I- Ocean food. You're you're making it up as you f- go along. You're you're a you're a goddamn fraud. Just say it. That's all I'm asking. Just go. We don't know what we're doing. We throw lettuce at the manatees and pumpkins at hippos. We don't know what we're f- doing. We're never taking the time to learn what they really eat. They eat seaweed and stuff. Well, there's none of that. That's not true. Really? Yeah. Lettuce they to a manatee. Extensively then the why are they giving animals. lettuce to a? Well, then why are they giving lettuce to a manatee? It's not like uh, you're throwing, you're chucking a head of uh, you said lettuce, lettuce, and then he looked. Well, it there's up. types. There are all sorts of different you're types defending, of dentists. You're defending lettuce like said, to a manatee. Chard. <laughs> Was chard? That stuff you find at Safeway. Yeah. Yeah. That's not generous. manatee food. 
Just say so out loud. Just have people from this. We don't know. We make it up. We throw lettuce at them, pumpkins at these, carrots to gorillas. We don't even know if they're girls or boys. Just say it. It's a business. That's all I've been asking for you. Massive amounts. The manatees at SeaWorld eat romaine, green leaf, and iceberg, spinach, and cabbage. Ocean food, you know. Ranch. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Give them some American fat sauce with that. That is proof you don't do research. You just found something they like, and then you made up. Well, sure, they'll eat it. It's just like the stuff in the ocean. The f*** it is. And they're freshwater, too. Okay. There's still no lettuce there. Never seen lettuce just pop up at Bartlett Lake. It's not a thing. (laughs) Oh, Dad, we're fishing over here at uh, Tempe Town Lake. Remember the big lettuce explosion when the weather got just right? No, because it didn't happen. (laughs) They don't eat lettuce. They're given lettuce by people who are like, I don't know. Look, he's eating it. It must be a thing. Did you take time you at all to go the in the ocean? Oh, you'd go. What you're talking about? It is a layer of lettuce in the aquarium. Yeah, because they and don't. They just cause go they're too to lazy. Because they're, they're too lazy, and it would be too expensive to actually go to, clean to up grow the, the ocean. A- natural grow, plantation. bring in anything that's ocean food. They're like, we're not going to that length. We don't care about these animals. Give it lettuce. It seems to be working. Meanwhile, <laughs> the thing's getting <laughs> in the ass so hard it's bleeding out, and nobody's doing any like medical looks or anything else. It's a business, and we need about four yeah, of them. Someone was the turning their back on the sodomizing. <laughs> Somebody's turning their back on the wow. feeding. You know what else they love? Mac they go and again. cheese. They get mac and cheese and romaine. You can't defend that. I tried the mac and cheese. I don't like it. You can't. I'm not saying that it's a horrible place. I'm yeah. saying they're not doing what they say they're doing. If they can't tell a gorilla's sex until it has a baby, and then they come out with the horse crap story of it's really tough for the first eight years. Not for the other gorilla, it wasn't because he made a baby with it. It's like the Nathan Sutherland of gorillas. And then this is going. It, I, on. Don't disagree with you on that. That's like you. I think you should know that. You should know that, and you should also give them what they eat. They always say we give them the greatest care. It's almost exactly the same. SeaWorld's feeding them romaine lettuce, and I don't care that they eat it. Everyone loves spinach. They gotta eat something. Those poor bastards. The manatees are probably like, I don't. This isn't part of my natural, but this is all I get. My dog Yardley, when she was abandoned as a puppy, was eating rocks. When you're hungry, you'll eat anything. Now, if she was in the zoo, these brilliant zookeepers would have thrown rocks at her. She eats them, so she must love them. No, she's eating them because that's all you're giving her. When I saw you throw a pumpkin in a hippo's mouth, I knew I don't know where this pumpkin (laughs) came from. We're at that hippo, and even Christy said it. She goes, you put a pumpkin. They love it. They smash them. They thought it was a Halloween thing. It was fun. You put a pumpkin in its mouth, and it mashed it. It was for our enjoyment. They're our toys. Just say so. Vitamin A and pumpkin. Vast research, my ass. And I got to hand it to Christy because she knows. She even says so. I made that story up. You asked a story about that? I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) Who did that picture already? Eggleston Uh, or Batman? Let's see. That was uh, was Rex. They did a picture of a white girl sitting on a couch and five black guys behind her. It's it's one of the dominant pictures from blacks.com. Everybody has a manatee head. (laughs) And she's about to lose her colon. Yeah, when Christy threw that story at me about how sloths invented avocados, and I said, no, nope, that didn't happen. She goes, ah, and I, did I just catch you? Yes. Like, she just, it was a lie. She just was making up, and it sounded well, authoritative. She authoritative. was saying they were making the point that they spread the... Brady, she admitted to making it up. Don't defend it. Don't defend what she said. She admitted at the end, yeah, I completely made it up. 
Is she knows they eat avocados. And they spread the seeds around. They didn't invent them. the avocado tree. No. That's what she was stating. Yeah. Yes, everything poops out something and creates a new thing. She admitted it right there. Yeah, I lied. I, people ask questions and I lie because I have to look like I know what I'm talking about. Huh? Most of the time, I just know about the animal that's in front of me. This hippo here likes pumpkins. That's all I know. Do we got yeah. video of that? The p- pumpkin hippo yeah. thing? I don't remember. I remember it was real exciting. And around Halloween, there was like a pull to go, you can come down here and throw pumpkins in hippos' mouths and watch them mash them up. And that's neat. That's cool. That's not what pumpkins are meant for or hippos actually like doing. But they'll eat whatever you give them. They'll eat starve people, them. too. Yeah, chuck a person in there. They'd actually love that if you want to keep That's my point. Do you want to keep it natural? Open the doors. You want nature for real? Quit putting walls up. Let the zebra stumble across the line at the zoo sometime. Now you got something. Let them have a natural habitat where they're actually kind of breeding on their own. That's what that feeding. zoo in uh, Holland did. Right. Fed the zebra to the lion. Well, they chucked it at it. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> like when you throw an animal towards another animal. the kids on a field trip. Also not, <laughs> not nature when a dude has another one. Two. All right, we chucked the zebra into the lion cage. That's what nature would do. Nope. Open the gates. Zoos are fun. But I'm tired of them trying to tell me that they've got all this research. Meanwhile, they're chucking romaine lettuce at a manatee and making it pick football games and saying it's just like in the ocean. No, it's not. All I want is them to stop lying to me. That's it. Like, make up funny stories. Like, we give it lettuce. Why? It eats everything. You've turned it into Mikey from the Life Cereal yeah. thing. This thing will eat anything I throw in there. It's ridiculous. So what, by the way. Salad and go on the way to work or what? <laughs> yeah, by the way, that one's gay. Well, I didn't even know that existed. But that one's <laughs> that one, and they're boys. It's crazy. Hopefully it happens while you're here because it's a show. It gets lonely when you're in When Sharna. you're in prison. You know where else you go and look around in the cages and see things doing things not natural to their lives? Jail. Paul and Bocephus get along great. <laughs> there are a lot of heterosexual dudes with with hurt bungers this morning because they're in man jail zoos called prison. Normally, I don't get f- but in the wild, but since I moved in here, any port and storm, you know. It's Sheriff Joe proved that prisons are just people zoos when he's like, here, a bunch of ostrich meat. I made it with my shoes. Like, we'll eat it. We're starving to death. Whatever you give us. That's not normal. Two, two stories in one week, it, the, the, the covers are coming off. <laughs> and all I'm asking for, if you're going to lie about all the knowledge, lie about the ass rape. Why do you got to tell the public, oh, yeah, you got raped in the ass forever? You Because you know why? It sells tickets. I'd go to that aquarium this weekend if I was in Florida going, I'm going to the ass raping aquarium. That thing sounds funny. Some of the animals, the one that picks football games, just gets buried on the nightly by the black manatee. And it ripped them in half. Now, that's a zoo. That's nature. That's why the gorillas throw their poop at you. That's why the baboons jerk off when you're looking at them. They don't want to, They don't want your eyes on them. They hate you. Stuff to do. They're, just, they, they're trapped in a cage. What would you do? I'd beat off. And, what are you looking at? I'd be a crazy... I'd spit at you, too. Lettuce in the ocean, and you're sitting there going, well, they would. Yeah, if they ran a lettuce farm. <laughs> Those goddamn manatees keep breaching the water and coming out of my lettuce farm. It's what we eat. There's just none in the water. All right, if I throw a bunch of lettuce at you, it's our food. It's our source. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Stop feeding them that. Sea cows. Here's another thing I know sea cows do. Bash into propellers of boats. 
They don't bash into them. Show me a few Boats more. Boats bash into them. Nah, either way, they're too stupid to move. They're literally sea cows. They're, they're, they're corpses in the ocean that just kind of float around. We're running out of them because we don't know what they eat. And evidently, the gay population, is they've got their own version of some sort of an autoimmune disorder. It's crazy. Zoos. <laughs> I would love to hear someone in a khaki outfit when you're like, what is that thing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're not aware of the animals? No. Then read the sign. Half the time, they probably read the sign, too. You're like, what's this? Um, I think it's a screech owl. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's got four legs. No. Oh, oh, dear. oh, no, that's a leopard. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know animal from animal. <laughs> I just wear the outfit. It's native to South America. And... <laughs> I know you uh, known as Parsicus musicus. This is... I'm like, you're reading the sign. I could have done that myself. You're, what are you walking around the khakis for if you don't have extra knowledge? You want to give it a pumpkin? They're, Do I ever? They are mainly volunteers. Of course they are, because nobody really cares about the animals. Nobody really cares what they know. Or they give a volunteer the khaki suit. He'll answer a few questions. We chuck a pumpkin at a big one. It blows up in his mouth. We celebrate and we leave. Now, I want to be there when a manatee's getting raped. I was at Mandalay Bay and watching that shark channel. Because on your TV, when you're at Mandalay Bay, they have the shark tank on a loop on the... And your camera is set up at a spot. And the same sharks keep going by. This big, like It's like the Indianapolis 500. And then one of them just did a nosedive. <laughs> right on camera. And I'm like, whoa, that one went to sleep. <laughs> he stopped. I didn't think sharks could stop. Other sharks keep going. I'm like, that thing's been down there for a while. Leave for a little while. Come back about an hour and a half later. That shark's still there. What's going on? Technical difficulties. We'll be right back. I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. Came back. No more shark. I'm like, they, they, it's dead. They didn't know it was sick. <laughs> and then it was just gone. And like the rocks were all brushed back to normal where the sharks, you know, where it crashed. Well, that's the one thing they were talking about. You know, um, zoos have never been able to keep a great white shark in captivity. Yeah, because quit trying. They don't want to be know. there. That's for us. It's we, very it's tough. It's for us. Right out. Well, you know, now that we know that, we have more. We, don't need we that. have more than I ever. I think we have enough encounters with the we great whites. More than ever, we have sharks and tanks. More than ever, SeaWorld at least was going to shut down, but they still feed manatees lettuce. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake up song in honor of the dead raped manatee that uh, <laughs> ass blew out at the aquarium. Everybody's like, "Yep, that happened." Come on down, forty four bucks. Kids come in on Sundays for free. I don't want to see a manatee get ass raped, Daddy. Come on, that's the fun of nature. <laughs> I'd rather go to Charlie's Bar and get a burrito and watch it happen in real life. <laughs> uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it as loud as we can. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, it is Alliance. Thank you for that. Uh, the wake-up song continues to roll through as we're well through half a year 
of Alliance doing our uh, our theme this year. Doing well. Thank you. Alliance. Here in the morning sickness, Adam Ray is going to be here later this morning. you got one of your guys. I remember his last name just now. Delvecchio. The Riccione. It's not Delvecchio. Delvecchio. I don't even know if that's right. Mike Riccione. Riccione. That ain't right. That means something else. Big full show. And then uh, tonight, over at Copper Blues downtown, Alapisha Palooza is finally here. 51st birthday celebration of me celebrating my own birthday with a party downtown. Uh, that is, you know, free of charge. Everybody that wants to come, come on down. Even Adam Ray is going to be, uh, hopefully, when he's off stage across the hall there over at Stand Up Live, he'll pop over and help us out with uh, Sinead O'Connor, hopefully. Is he going to sing? We think so. Really? Yeah, he'll okay. help us with that. All right. But the weird thing was is that we had, a, like, a, at the at the little band meeting last night for a rehearsal stuff, we started talking, like, should we still do the Sinead O'Connor? Or will it seem like we're doing some sort of weird tribute? And I'm like, eh. Nah, you got to do it. Who it was cares? Yeah, it was already in the mix. I mean, you know, who cares? And maybe if it, you, you know. do one of her other hits. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, are you okay? What's that? Oh, no, that's Alien Ant Farm. We talked about that yesterday. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we were talking like maybe maybe you don't, uh, but I, th- then Marty Go said it could be a moment for someone. It could touch someone, and they'd actually. Wouldn't it be great if we had that and some girl started to, like weep, crying? That it was a moment that she felt for Sinead's passing. Like ah, <laughs> totally unintentional emotions. We win again. We'll see. People are like they're having that moment uh, with Sinead O'Connor where. We are treating her as if she had, like, a catalog of hits we can't get enough of. There's one. And, you know, nobody dying is, like, something to celebrate. But it's also a thing. You're kind of like, well, she was. I mean, this is, I mean, the dude for the Eagles died yesterday. The One of their founding members, Randy, what's his name? Meisner. Meisner. The Eagles didn't even like that guy. They, they one, voted him out, like, a hundred times. Take it to the limit. That's He's one of the, the only- founding members. Yeah, he did take it to the limit, yeah. right? Yeah. And maybe a couple others that, like... Super Eagles fans would be like, no, he's on this and this and this. And he was there for a while, but I think they booted him relatively early. He wasn't on Hotel California, was he? No, I think that's when they booted him. Yeah, like, was right gone. before that. Because yeah. that's when... No, wait a minute. No, he was on that was one. Was he on that one? Yeah. All I right. think he made it till the last album. Oh, no kidding? That's when Timothy B. Schmidt came I thought in, Timothy I B. Schmidt did uh, Desperado, like, back Mm-mm. early. No, I think you're thinking of the other... The uh, Bernie, whatever his name oh, was. The guitar right. player the was other the guy, guy that booted. got booted that's early. That's right. Yeah. They get, they, the Eagles were kicking people out. Oh, yeah. Right for a while. All right. It's Joe and Don. It was their else cares. Yeah. Glenn and Don. Was it Joe and Don? Who's I Joe? like Joe better. Joe oh, Walsh. Not, oh, Walsh. He made yeah, him oh, no, he was, I was going to say. He, he made left the better. band in 1977. My right on the... It might have been right with Hotel California. It might have been 77 itself. That might have been his last album. Either way, nobody's throwing a big party for him, and that dude was on a hit parade with the Eagles. But Sinead O'Connor, and that's the thing about, you know, we always go, oh, you know, this thing with Jason Aldean, he's polarizing and he's creating controversy. You're more remembered for that than your accomplishments. Sinead O'Connor was a musician for sure, sang beautifully. Even Prince hated her. I saw a story yesterday where her and Prince got into a fist fight once. And he started to try to... Wasn't it long after the song? A couple of few years. I think it was like 97, she said. She said, he invited me over to the house. Look at her most popular songs. It's nothing compares to you. At 289 million plays. And then right under to 20 million. Yeah. Drink Before the War. 
Give uh, me a little taste of drink before that's the a war. Typical Irish song. Man, of course it is. There's there's a lot of bombs right. and there's a lot of. I always, you know, I think of Sinead O'Connor. I think nothing compares to you. And then, like shortly thereafter, I I inevitably start going zombie, zombie, just close yeah. enough. <laughs> Another shaved headed yeah. uh, Irish woman. You got it. Yeah, it's ready to go. Drink before the war. All Apologies has 7 million more than Drink Before the... Did she cover the Nirvana All Apologies? Is that what oh, that I'm is? Not playing I don't either. Brett's, Brett's broke. Oh, wait, I don't know. No, I don't know why you're not playing either. That's weird. Man, you're broken. Either way. You broke, man. Nobody knows Drink Before the War. Only Irish people from Ireland. That's why Conor McGregor was crying. But Morrissey came out and basically said, uh, this is all fake. You guys are all fake. Nobody liked her. No one supported her when she was alive. She dies and you act like she's the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's all false. And he's right. I don't say that about Morrissey a a bunch, but Morrissey is dead right. It's like what we did with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson was just a pariah, a a social freak. Everybody made fun of him. He died and everyone forgot the stuff we'd been saying. The dude wrote songs. Please stop making fun of me. Leave me alone. I'm not, I'm not, this pariah to uh, yes you are you're remembered for all your you know it's my dad's old thing and he used to say it differently than most people the bridge builder deal but he'd say it takes a thousand way to goes to get rid of one you dumb and it's a fact and michael did it and yeah we had he built multiple bridges (laughs) well he, he did yeah and again it goes back to what adults say is uh you can build a thousand bridges, but when you one guy off, you're a sucker. You're not known as a bridge builder. So she was basically remembered for her pissing on the flag, tearing up the Pope and all that. And all the controversy and all these tributes that came out. And then finally, the people who were like close to her were like, this isn't, this isn't real. I can't deny it. But yeah, we were debating whether or not we should do it. We like, got it to. In bad taste. And I'm like, nope. in bad taste? You've met me, right? It's we'll be all right. We're not gonna, you know, not stringing her up on stage or anything. And I told you that this morning there was a interview she did in Vanity Fair in 2019, I believe, and they asked her what you know stuff that she'd tell her kids if your mother dropped dead on the spot. First thing before you call nine one one, call the accountant. Make sure you get lawyers and labels don't get a hold because a lot of artists make more money. They become more valuable when they're dead. They'll capitalize on your fame. But she should have, instead of saying stupid things like that, which is a Sinead O'Connor, everybody's against me thing. You go to Trajan Wealth, you get your will and trust and it's all taken care of. They can't do it. So she was thinking she wouldn't have to tell her kids, call the record lawyers first. To make sure that you're not getting, you just have it in your thing that they can't make the money. It's That's what Elvis did. And there's still a little fight. That's it. she's just dumb. Well, it's just in there's uh, and look how many artists that that's kind of happened to in a way. Right, but to, but again, Tupac. How many to how be many worried hours? about it means you're not setting the table. Yeah, make it so when you're dead, it's already taken care of. I learned so much from that uh, meeting with Kent oh. over there at the will thing. And he goes, it, yeah, it's, it's you can button it up. Death and money change everybody's perceptions and uh, and behaviors. And just make sure that it's all taken care of. Ironclad it. He said, because they will fight over it, but when it's written down and it's taken care of, it's going to be a lot harder to change your dead mind than it would be if you left it kind of floating. So her saying that was more just her stirring the pot on things. She can fix that. You can go to a, a lawyer and have it all decked out. for. A, in case of my untimely death, this is what happens next. Your kids don't have to call accountants. We've got to make sure everything's... No, you do that, Sinead. Take care of yourself. Hopefully she did, because nothing compares to you is getting played a lot. YouTube did a 
thing. Uh, they had some statistic that it had like a 10 million percent pop and people looking for nothing compares to even the Chris Cornell song had a jump because as people were searching it, like, oh, Chris Cornell covered this? And he did, and it's great. It's better, I think. I, I do, too. And half the people are finding out that Prince wrote that song. Uh, I think we should have uh, Drink Before the War here. All right, you got I think it. So. Well, here's Drink Before the War, which is another, is the number two on the Sinead O'Connor list. But again. Number we, three. Yeah, yeah. They, all apologies is before. Oh, was it? Number two. All right. This is her second biggest hit. Because I never heard her do all apologies. Already, I'm about to turn it. Yeah. Better start. Better start squawking, sister. What? I can't hear. Turn up her mic. I said, turn up Sinead. She's too far away. You tell us not to sing all apologies. Enough. Yeah. What, I she... don't know if it's Nirvana or what, but here you go. Yeah. I don't what know. else should I be? Yep. yep. Oh. Oh, she does this cover song. She's no different than my band. Okay. <laughs> Told you, she's she's Alien Ant Farm and the Ataris all wrapped in one. You're right. Yeah, she said Prince invited her over the house and they started arguing. She said, next thing you know, we're running around a car. He's trying to hit me, taking swings. And she said, I'm spitting on him. I don't hate to see that. It's terrible. How did you make Kurt Cobain sound like the fun one? <laughs> 27 million streams in this. Let me tell you, you're wrong. All 27 million of you. Yeah, those drunken Irish. Life's going slow for them. They need that kind of stuff. Either way, you know, beautiful voice, all that stuff. But she's a cover band. I can do that. Nobody's going to be this crazy when I die. I guess I should start pissing on the flag. That's how you get famous. Either way, so long, Sinead. We'll do a tribute tonight. It'll be great. The show will feature Sinead O'Connor. Is that the opening number? No. That's not a good opener. <laughs> no, nah, you put the audience and be like, whoa, I didn't expect this slow start. It's in there somewhere. In the girls section. The bald girls. Yeah, tonight, come on down to Copper Blue. We'll have a party downtown. 8.30 is when we're thinking about going on stage. But 8.30 is the schedule. Get there around 8. Fill up. Find your spot. Start getting a little bit lit up early and sing along. That's all we ask. That's all we ask is that you play along. One of our listeners, Lafig, is coming down with cupcakes. While they last, she's got an amazing set of cupcakes. Oh, man. <laughs> she's going to bring those down there and everybody gets a lick. It's going to be good. She's not going to bring enough for everyone. So if you run into the lady with a big box of cupcakes, you know, one's mine. The rest is everybody else's. That's fine. <laughs> Brady's going to stand in line and then stand in line again with a mustache and stand in line again with a top hat and a monocle. Hey, wait a minute. Good morning, governess. <laughs> hey, I know you. You're the guy who just stole a cupcake. Before. No, no, that was a different bloke. I'm worried about you, Brady, because I didn't know this was a thing. Also, I'm somewhat impressed. A guy got arrested in Phoenix here for trying to sell a tiger cub to a policeman. What, what, would, what do you think the go- and this will this will be telling? What do you think the going rate is to buy a tiger uh, black market right here in Phoenix? And by the way, he advertised it on social media. I heard about the, um, yeah. how much I do you think it would be? The first number that came to mind, I thought it would be relatively low, like four grand. No, twenty five thousand was the asking price for a tiger cub, but that's as high as you'd go as four thousand. If yeah. you, 
I do think, though, if you ran into a guy and said, I can get you a Tiger Cup for four grand, you'd at least entertain the idea and have him over. <laughs> you would, I'd have, yeah, you'd have him as over. As a sting. You would not as a sting. If a guy had a Tiger, you'd have him over. If Absolutely. he was if, if someone in your licensed Tiger, no, I would not have the Tiger come over. Uh, Dude you know, in your go, neighborhood. A cub. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. but if a guy's selling it. You don't know that. If yeah. a dude in your neighborhood had a tiger cub, you'd have him over before you checked licensing, bonding, insurance. You'd have him over just on the oh, pure I, excitement of a tiger cub in your I house. I want to know. I, the red flag would go up. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You got a tiger cub. But this is way oh, after it's already one. played with your dogs. No. <laughs> way after. No. Yes, it is. Brady, you got to be, yeah, be honest with yourself and know that if a dude in your neighborhood had a tiger cub, he would be at your house. Toot sweet. From finding out Tiger Cub lives over here. Or you'd most certainly be at his house. Definitely you'd be in his yard. You couldn't If I went over to a person's house and I said, Hey, I got a Tiger Cub. I'm not even talking about going over to his yeah. house. I'm saying if a dude was outside and he's like, Hey, what's up? My name's Dave. I just moved in. Oh yeah. Wanna see a Tiger Cub? Yes. Yes I do. Brady would be in that house. You wouldn't be going, I'd like to see some paperwork, licensing, and bonding and stuff. How did you get a tiger cup? You'd tell me that later. I asked him. He had a few answers. I'm not real sure it's on the up and up. But that's way after you rolled around with it and got tiger spit in your face. This is hilarious. Lies. You couldn't avoid the bagpipe guy. You were in his house a lot. You got a to know him. bagpipe playing guy is way different from a tiger cup. <laughs> but you went into his house. You couldn't One is get legal. enough of him. You couldn't get enough of him. You don't know that. Those could have been stolen bagpipes, or he was playing a, like a song for murder. If Owen rolled somebody for the bagpipes. But my point is, anything interesting in the driveway is drawing you into the home. Yeah, which, but... Which is uh, amazing gotta, he wasn't sure. stolen as a child. We thought for sure, for the longest time, you were going to end up getting raped by that Owen guy. Because it was just a simple walk down the street. And it, look, it's what every normal person avoids. A dude in the driveway in a kilt playing bagpipes. Like, Jesus Christ, something goofy going on there. Turn around. Brady walked towards it. Hey, bagpipe man. Would you like to come in the house and see what else I do? And a bottle of Jameson. You don't even drink. Yeah. I had a drink with Owen. Heck yeah, because I got to blend in before the rape. Let me tell you about the wars that we went through. That's the thing. Was he Irish or Scottish? Irish. He's an Irishman. You drank with a guy. You're a stranger. And you're not much. He's of a, a neighbor. You're not much. Of, he's a stranger. You had to introduce him. He's a stranger, and you drank with him. And that's exactly what kids do when somebody lures them into the house. You want a little drink? Yeah, I guess you want. <laughs> I went for it. Yeah, you fell for his elixir, and usually there's some poison in it, and you end up face down like that manatee. <laughs> Bagpipes drew you into a house. A tiger cub is. You might move in for a little while. Bagpipes throw me away from Bag my house. Bagpipes no make way. me move yeah, out of my neighborhood. Yeah. Brady befriended him, had a drinking buddy, even though he's not much of a drinker. I just want to be friends with him. Tiger Cub guy? He was a good man. You, of course he was, eventually. But he's a neighbor you don't want to deal with at first. How did you learn he was a good man? You heard his sirens call, and you ran into his house and drank with him. That's the first way to get raped, my friend. How do, bagpipe man? Like, I'm thinking, this dude's up to no good. Would you like to come in for a beverage? No, sir. I'm not drinking with you. You're a little bit crazy. But you and a tiger cub in the front yard. The guy's like, you want to come in and have a drink with me? <laughs> Is a tiger cub coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. he had one of those little corrals, you Someone's know, and coming. it was out in the lawn. <laughs> Everybody's and the tiger coming. cub was running around. 
you know, they have the caged, uh, they put the puppies out there, like, yeah. around something out there to stop by. I, I'd wonder something there, but sure. it's different. Tiger Cub puts it on the it next level. It would lure you. You have no self-awareness. You, where? Who is this person that all of a sudden says, and this is Travis emailing, says, uh, wait, Brady is saying, hold on, I need to look into this. It never happens during his job. <laughs> Tiger Cub. I got to do some research on it. No way. I worry about you. You can get lured into a house of tiger cub bait, and you, next thing you know, you're in a two-by-six box screaming that all you're eating is chicken head and water. <laughs> How did this happen? Where am I in Mexico? Does it eat lettuce? <laughs> yeah, you feed it whatever it eats. That's what it eats. Uh, the tiger cub was for sale for 25000 The dude put it up online, and a cop saw it and was like... Offered him twenty grand. He's like, sure, come on by. They went by, and it's, it's a twenty-five-year-old guy. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Carlos Eduardo Castro Alcaraz. He's twenty-five, and they got to his house. He had some, um, also had illegal turtles and some other stuff, huh? Where would he live? Uh, well, I'm going to say avenues. You know that's right. <laughs> Baseline and Twenty Seventh Avenue. There you go. That's where you Enough find said. your tiger. <laughs> That's where black market tiger cubs come from. If Brady lived in the area, you'd have been part of the Joe Exotic documentary. You'd have been in on that deal. That would have been your. That would have been so awesome. I would have worked there. Yeah, absolutely, you would. Have. You'd have volunteered. <laughs> what are we burying today? Yeah, this lady's husband. Okay, you're going to be president for yeah. sure, Joe. Throwing spam at the tigers from the wall, the Walmart truck of. 10-day-old expired foods. I worry about you. But Tiger Cub guy lured someone in. Thank God the police got there first. Because next thing you know, Brady would have been GoFunding me for some sort of fake cancer he developed to raise 20 grand to buy a Tiger Cub. Yeah, they found some they, an alligator, a dozen snapping turtles, and they turned them over to the game and fish. A partridge in a pear tree. Right, yeah. So they'll just throw those in a zoo or kill them or whatever they're going to do next, but... Thank God the cops got there. But tw- I, the other side of the story is I'm impressed that a 25-year-old got hold of that. I, I'm 51 years old. I don't even I wouldn't have the first clue how to commandeer a tiger cub and make it go. You know. the dark web. I know the dark it's web. Be, I don't even know how to get on that. I don't either. Well, you look at how many, you know, they. I forget the number, but if you, you look at the amount of tigers in um, captivity. Oh, there's a lot. Like private owners. Yeah. It, more than out in the wild, by far. I don't know how to find wow. them. I have no idea. Uh, there, you think there's more, like they, they have the thing, there's more of I them just, in captivity than in India? In the wild, yes. No kidding? In the world? Yep. Well, is that counts because all the world, like probably India has a bunch of them in captivity and zoos and stuff like that. Think, yeah. But but privately owned too? I mean, yeah. but a lot it of just got out of hand. Um, I asked uh, huh. Christy if they got the cub because I remember yeah. that story. Yeah. Um, the cub went to the Southwest Wildlife. Oh, did he? Yeah. He went to the Southwest. So, yeah, they, they got him on that. When did this happen? Does Christy um, know? I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe. Or oh, it was in February. No. A couple months See, ago. That's your research. Because yeah. I remember hearing about this. He got charged like, in June. I'm I like, didn't. What happens to the, you know. Yeah, because but, sometimes zoos don't have uh, the space for. I can't bring a, you know, what they do is a would um, take it for a while and then try to find a permanent home for it. <laughs> right, but that's what this dude was trying to do. 
It's the same thing. It's just one of them's doing it with How a, big will it get? Uh, not much bigger. Tiger size. It's tiger size. You've seen a tiger, right? You should have. Uh, again, if you're asking the question, how big does a tiger get? Maybe you're not ready to buy a tiger. How does it do with other pets? Yeah. Excellent. It's not a labradoodle that you're like, what is it, 50, 70 pounds? Some people, I understand you might not know that. Tiger, it gets pretty, pretty damn tiger sized pretty what quickly. What you need to know about them is they're very loyal. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they stick to you They're like protective. glue. Right. And they can smell your blood from 500 feet. Sometimes you're not going to be able to see them. You'll call them yeah. out in the yard, but I, they're they're I, hidden. I worry that someone in Gilbert that's trustworthy on your street, as you Valderie Valdera down the road, will be playing with an exotic animal. And the next thing you know, you're in a two-by-six box eating chicken head Because it, oh. you would fall for this. This is something you'd be interested in. The thing that would keep you from going in there... Is a 25-year-old kid named Raul Castro's Alcaraz. You know what? I'm going to pass on the tiger, but I'll take a look at a snapper. If it I'm was take a look at one of those snapping turtles. If it was Kenny or Laser playing with a tiger cub out front, you'd be all in it. If it was a brown neighbor, that's what would keep you from going, This looks fishy. How did you get a hold of this, Raul Castro? Ratata, yeah, Alcaraz. no way you should have a tiger. First off, the tiger looks more in place than you around here. <laughs> I'd be on to him so fast. I don't fast. like all this brown town rolling in with their animals. The animal can stay. That's what would keep you from going up to his house. I'm not going in there. It's going to smell like horchata and stew. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a golden retriever with black <laughs> stripes on it. Right. No matter what, you'd fall for it. You'd be petting it before you get to oh, that Oh, it's point. El Tigre. Oh, like it Mervins. <laughs> I know that reference. You would go in. You'd be in on this. I worry about you. I think about it sometimes. Let me guess. His name's Tigger. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's what Brett would name it. Sorry. The, uh, yeah. I worry about you. He's, he's biting my toes. Can I have him? <laughs> 20,000 American. Wowzers. I'll just visit. And then you'd come talk to me. One of my neighbors. And it's legit. Has a baby tiger cub, and I was playing with it. Tiger cub? You're not supposed to have those. Oh, there's plenty in captivity. Did you look into it? No. You probably should. And come back later. Oof, yeah. Turns out, I was black marketing tiger. It would take my <laughs> sense and, of logic. And uh, I'm building the, ca- the cage myself. Yeah. It'll be safe. <laughs> it would cure. Take, it was, house would look like Gilligan built. It was like bamboo walls. and <laughs> yeah, you, It would you take my logic. you tiger in that giant cardboard box? Your, your allure of tiger would get washed over in your excitement to tell the story, then Brett and I would sit here and go, you know you should look into this, right? And then you'd look into it and realize, whew, I should have asked some questions. We usually tell you you should have asked questions. You're very rarely the guy that goes, I went in there with a real strict agenda of making sure this was on the up and up. You usually get blinded by some things, and then and then we tell you, you know, that that can't be real. Ah, ah you're, you guys are skeptics. <laughs> My neighbor got arrested for those tiger cubs. Turns out you were right. This tiger's expensive. I got to keep ten yeah. goats. Yeah, anybody in my neighborhood has a tiger. Pretty sure it's not legal. Well, Kirby wants a tiger. <laughs> Kirby Kirby's a getting tiger. it. Daddy, Raul Castro Alcaraz has a tiger. How come away, dog? We're about to. You're right. Got to keep up with the Jones Alcarazes. <laughs> you know what I always say? Got to keep up with the Gutierrezes. <laughs> keep up with the Holmes. We got a tiger, too. That's no big deal. Where did you get it, player? From a guy down the road. Totally legit. 
I ask no questions. He was a white man. <laughs> I would ask for your papers. Yeah, don't fall for please. Ty, ty, owning a tiger is a lot like uh, buying a boat. Yeah, you know? best day, worst yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> your two best days in life: buying the boat, selling the boat. Same with a tiger. <laughs> ask Siegfried and Roy. They wish they'd have gotten rid of a few of those before. Oh man. You know. It was helping him. Yeah. It was protecting him. More than likely, that tiger's had cocaine in its ass, too, because if it's, you know, if Alcaraz is moving tigers around, it's kind of a flashy look at me while it transports the cocaine from the cartel from A to B. I'm not being judgmental, but pretty much I've seen the news. I know what happens and why a dude like that would have a tiger at 25. He's not Scarface. Anytime I think of a tiger, if you have a tiger, I think you're on drugs. If you if, if you own a tiger, I assume you're uh, a drug lord. And I've learned that from Scarface and the news. A lot of previous owners. Yeah, very rarely does a legitimate businessman come home to his tiger. He's a cokehead. He's a cartel guy. He's in the black market of something. He's not doing everything legitimate. Escobar took it to the next level with hippos. <laughs> right. And they're on the wild now. Yeah. And... Yeah, and even if a guy like that in Brady's neighborhood embraces, well, I need to see some paperwork. Make sure you you would look at that paperwork the same way we look at when we buy a house. You wouldn't read a word of it if the yeah. dude produced you stuff written in crayon. You'd be like, "This seems legitimate." Now break out that tiger. He, he's great. <laughs> What's it eat? Lettuce and pumpkin. Yeah, most wild animals eat lettuce and pumpkin. It's cool. Yeah. He's great. Want to see his gazelle? Oh, oh, you're like Africa only lighter. There's some romaine homes. Throw it to him. <laughs> Throw it to him, man. He eats it like crazy. What is romaine? I thought you'd ask that question. <laughs> Gross. You feed it lettuce? Poor guy. Roman no, lettuce? What? <laughs> What's his proteins and veg? No, you just give it lettuce. Nothing eats just lettuce. That's crazy talk. So I'm worried about you. When I see these stories this close to home, I'm like, oof, we dodged a bullet there, Brett. We almost oh, lost yeah. Brady because <laughs> that would have been something you'd have sucked right so into. so big in the news. You and Kirby? Oh, it would have been great for the show. It's yeah. Like, yeah. One of the guys from the KUP show got arrested for dabbling around with tiger. tiger, trying to buy, buy an illegal tiger from a cop. <laughs> guys, I got I got busted in an illegal I got tiger sting. Shut the door. Shut the door. We got to talk about something. I was dabbling in the tiger trade, and uh, I got nailed. <laughs> what did you say? It's not surprising, but really? So I'm going to have to step away from the show for a bit. But if you and Kirby were on one of your father-daughter walks, and a tiger guy was in the front yard, you'd be in his house. I know you. You like going to people's houses when there's no tiger. A tiger? <laughs> You've got a cobra? <laughs> I'm going to see it. Oh, my friend, you must see my cobra. <laughs> Can you make a dance with a flute? Well, I'll try for you because it's racist and stereotypical. But okay, <laughs> let's give it. Look at him go. Look at it spits at us. <laughs> so cool, bro. Put your goggles on, Kirby. <laughs> Classic cobra move there. Give him some lettuce. He'll think it's a human head and he'll snap into it. Put your goggles on. Keep your mouth closed. Danny, this seems dangerous. We should go home. Oh, no. Bachwa knows what he's doing. <laughs> I do not know what I'm doing. I tried to sell this to a policeman. Would you like to dabble in the illegal cobra trade? Yes. I can just tap the top of his head? Yes. Yeah. Like, I do it all of the time, my friend. Go over and touch the cobra top of the head. His name is Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> I like the Bengals, too. There's a guy down the road with a tiger named Joe Burrow. We named him all Joe Burrow for you. I am sucked in. <laughs> I'm in the vortex. Yeah, if you want to sell your... Every Sunday, what? how great would that to break that tiger out before the Bengals games? Watching. Oh, you guys want to meet Joe? He's thinking about this. He's thinking of thinking course about. he is. I threw the Joe Burrow at him, and he had uh, an idea for a book. Oh man, would Billy be impressed? <laughs> you guys want to see something be phenomenal? Yeah, no, you would do it. You would invite that dude over with the tiger. Not only that, the tiger would start making visits to your house on Sundays for Bengals game. That would one up you over laser. Yeah, I'm sure he don't have a tiger. Top that. <laughs> Hold on a second. Bogan got a tiger. Honey, I'm going to India. <laughs> I got to get one of them albino ones. One up this mother effort. He gets a tiger on. <laughs> it's a liger. Probably the coolest animal in the world. I got one. Yeah, then that neighborhood of Jonesers would have a, mm-hmm. just a melee of tiger deaths. So just a message to all you out there trading in the black market animals. Why are you going anonymous? Bbogan at 98kupd.com. He is your guy. He is a buyer. He doesn't even know it. Oh, I'm feeling quite peckish. This is my new friend, Tigger. <laughs> Brady bought me off the black market. Tigger's <laughs> bounce. Oh, I'm feeling tired now, Tigger. Brady Poo is back. Yeah, our little six, six foot slump block wall, that'll keep the tiger in. Oh, yeah. Stop <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, yeah, but I got to hire him. Did you see what just oh, happened? Yeah, the, yeah the he's already figured it out. How would I cage him? How would I. <laughs> six feet wall's not tall enough. That you went to owning it. I'm warning you about it. Your brain just went to a fantasy of having it. John, I know it wouldn't work. <laughs> right. And only because you don't have tall enough walls in the HOA. Probably has rules against that, too. But the word, the thing you're worried about is, that, well, i got to put at least a 10-footer up there, and that's probably not even enough. He'll morning cup that. No problem. Oh, yeah. He'll get that fence taken care of. It, while we were sitting here making fun of it, his brain was going, the only thing stopping us is our fence. <laughs> <laughs> like crazy tiger wanting Brady on your shoulder, angel and devil. The devil's like, just get it. We'll figure it out later. Well, we need to build a bigger fence. Definitely, the devil's right. We should get it. Don't waste your time. I know better. No predators. No You're... predator pets. Tell you what. Save Maybe a falcon. Save cash, time. Save thousands. Buy online. NewACUnit.com. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, habit. Man. But save thousands and save uh, advertising and save time and energy. And if you have a tiger for sale, 5200 or 1100 North 52nd yeah. Street. Come on down here. Just show Brady the tiger. Tell him he can have it for a fee. Put him on a payment plan. He'll do it. At the very least, he'll, he'll, he'll test drive it at the house. You like sauce? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he'll pay for some of it in expired sauce, but that's a fair trade. Quit with the risking it with uh, undercover cops. Brady will buy your tiger. Foa fee. <laughs> it's definite. I can't believe he actually said that. My six-foot fence wouldn't hold him. That was your out loud voice. <laughs> Doing some remodeling for when you own Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. What, what are they the only him? thing playing right now. Joey Ice or whatever his stupid name. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty, yeah. Yeah, Joe Limpy, which, uh, woof, man. NFL got off to a good start yeah. yesterday. Joe Burrow starts hobbling around, pulls his calf, strained it pretty bad. He couldn't walk, so we'll see where that gets him. I think he's just trying to dodge training camp. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey down there in Miami going to have to have surgery. So day one of already. camp, already you got a couple guys who are 
big names going out. So maybe the Cardinals will win three games now. Nah. No, they'll still get beat by the Bengals' backups. Joey B back in the room. Hey, Billy, come here. i got to show you something. We'll wait till this next play's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're giddy. What's going on? Wait till you see it. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, you think your dogs, that's what are those, entrails? Yeah, i got to feed something that. I'll show you in a second. When they score, we, we pull the gate open. <laughs> Let them out. My dad would be calling me all the time. Uh, why does Brady keep calling me asking me for more deer meat? Because you got, you got extra. Any that left? And the idiot gets sucked into <laughs> owning a tiger. Ow, he's only got six feet fences. I knew you two were the same. My dad would think that too. I don't have a tiger, but the fence line would be really expensive. Anyway, get on that. Uh, good luck, Brady. But if you have a tiger or an exotic animal for sale, at the very least, you'd like someone to talk about it on the air for free. He's right there. He's right there. Met a guy the other day at the Joe's Grill of Arbortopia. And he brought over a wild Ibex. Want to see it? It's in my car. He had a condor. Yeah. Oh, you would suck into a guy holding a condor so fast. I'm walking towards that man. Even though it's clearly a... Veteran with some, some something wrong with his brain. I should bring my condor to Agrotopia. Show the rest. No, it's a California condor. And here come the pictures already. <laughs> There's Brady Exotic. That's him. <laughs> so close. Whoa. So close. What's with butthole mouth? I'm not sure. Uh, I like I'm that not picture. Sure. This is from Batman. <laughs> That's a creepy one. He's got Joe Exotic's hair on Brady's well, face. Well, it is Joe Exotic. Uh, yeah. Butthole mouth probably fits. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. He tried to make butthole mouth in a big way. Yeah, I uh, you would have gotten size. I worry about it's more than you know. I worry about you. I see these stories. I'm like, Jesus Christ, thank the cops for that one. We'd have had a problem with tigers so fast. Yeah, missing finger, dabbling in the tiger trade. Kirby's been pretty good on the uh, you know wanting exotic pets. You know, she's, what in the world does that mean? Like a hedgehog or something like that. Oh, uh, that'd be fun to have. Like, no, we don't want to do that. She's been pretty good about exotic pets. Yeah, capybara. I'm like, well, maybe a capybara. No. Said no one ever. No. No one says that about their daughter and, and is worried that someday she won't be so good about it, so you got to appease that need. We can get that buffalo. That gets stifled at a young age, that those are not pets. She's, that's why Kirby you go to the zoo. Yeah, I know, but this is getting scary. I don't know these conversations should happen. She's been pretty good about the exotic pets. We came close a few times. That's my point. Tiger cub. Ronnie's just sitting home shaking her head. Jesus. Man, oh man. Everybody in my family's going to get eaten by a tiger. <laughs> Kirby asked for it. I'm a good dad. <laughs> now, go feed your tigers 200 pounds of Ibex in the truck. Uh, and yesterday, I had my physical therapist make me feel older than I've ever felt in my life. It was a great moment. She, uh, she comes to the house, and so I'm doing the PT for my shoulder. She's great. Name's Amanda. She's amazing. And uh, so she comes by. And she says, and she's always pointing out my shoes, like she likes shoes. She goes, ah, another pair. I like those too. Those are cool. She goes, I'm, I'm taking notice of all the shoes you've got. I'm like, yeah, I wear a lot. Of, I, got, I went on a little shoe kick there for a while. I got a lot of shoes. And so I'm wearing a pair of shoes that she liked. And she said, I like the ones you had on last time a lot. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, well, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you recognizing my drip, drip. Just kind of, you what, know. What, what? Drip, drip. My drip. That's a thing. 
See, you don't know. Is that like Lizzie's? <laughs> no, uh, kind of. Okay. It's a real cool way. You guys that, are getting so street yeah, on me. I, I don't know what it's to do. It's a cool way. Well, it's big on the NFL. That's oh, why I know okay. the NFL guys are like, check out the drip. You're NBA too. Your shoes. Kevin Ray says oh, okay. it a lot. It's your drip. It's your drip. They even have it in the NFL commercial. All right. Like, check out my okay. drip. Like, enhance your drip. I've seen it. Uh, like, so it's a thing. And she looked at me and she goes, wow. I'm like, what? And she goes, why do you know about that? I'm like, well, because I share the earth with you. Like, I know things. And she said, well, I'm very impressed that you use that language. I'm like, how old do you Just, think I am? <laughs> like, that I'm incapable of recognizing a new thing. Drip just doesn't seem like an old gentleman like yourself should know that. Well, can I get you a glizzy, my lady? <laughs> Would you like a glizzy <laughs> off the grillsy? I don't know how it works from there. <laughs> Took a shot. So I was listening to the new Jack Harlow selection. That's a solid number. Made me change my drip. Yeah, so she made me feel like I was a thousand because I used a modern word. <laughs> it's like a, suddenly I'm. I also like uh, gyrocopters. Have you seen those? They're amazing. Uh, they're up in the air a lot. <laughs> Piloting gyros is one of my favorite all time passions. Uh, ah, I see you piloted your motor coach over to the home. That's lovely. It's good to see you. Welcome. Huzzah, huzzah. Like, what do you expect? Like, me, 1800s me? You drove your horseless carriage yeah, over? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you have a Dost horse. thou? You take a lot of risks with that horseless carriage. I understand they can go upwards of 10 to 12 miles per hour. That's just too much devil machinery for me. Thinking about buying a new iron horse. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but that seems insane. The wife's made a rabbit stew, if you're interested. Uh, sticking around for sustenance later. All I said was drip, and she looked at me like I came from another planet. The elderly know about our words. She's only, and she said she's like 32, I think. Well, you not that far off. 32. I can know things you know. You're an old man. And I actually said it in a joking way, because I think calling your clothes drip is funny. It's your drip. I know. Made me feel thousands of years old. Makes you, yeah, makes you want to, like, punch them. What are you talking about? I can say your words. Drip, drip. I'm up. I'm hip. I get I it. I really like one of my clients, Johnny Cabana. <laughs> Johnny, He's so cool. Johnny Cabana throws out words like the drip. I thought it meant you had to clap. <laughs> Last time we used the word First drip. First time someone dropped, I smacked him. Yeah. Somebody said, hey, <laughs> nice drip. I'm like, hey, I got a shot. I'm full of penicillin. That thing went away. Oh, you mean modern drip, not the old drip when your dick had that thing. <laughs> I like your drip. Yeah. You immediately look down at your khaki pants. What? Am I dripping? I've had this before. I've got the drip. You got the drip, player. Well, I'll immediately go to an urgent care and have this drip removed. <laughs> Good go. It hasn't hurt to pee yet. Are you sure I've got the drip? Player, you got the drip up and down, head to toe. Oh, my God. It must be one of the new style urban drips that you don't feel any symptoms. <laughs> it's a super drip. It's the super drip. I've got it. Don't touch me. I've evidently got the urban drip. <laughs> got it from the physical therapist. <laughs> she said I had the drip. Yeah, I just made a joke about it. She looked at me. I mean, she stopped what she was doing to look at me and like, wow. That's really neat, you old man. Like a, just the, can I touch you for a second? Wow, you're real. You're precious. Tangible. He said the drip. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a belly full of glizzy, so let's <laughs> let's make this snappy, ma'am. 
Welcome, m'lady, to my abode. Yeah, I don't know what she thought. Like, I'm a normal person. I was joking. You had her really impressed until she yeah. laughed. You're like, word to your mother. Yeah, it was the way. Oh, yeah. Then I went back <laughs> to the old school things. Yeah. Shamalaf. What? Never mind. <laughs> I tried another one. Darn it. Blew it. Yeah, it's just strange. But, yeah, it made me feel terrible about myself for just a second. I'm like, wow. Because it wasn't so much that I would use those words. I find them ridiculous and stupid. But I did it as a joke. Not even trying to relate to her. I didn't know how old she was. I just did it because I think Drip's funny. Then she hit me with a couple of her conspiracy theories. Uh oh, she's with she's the UFO. Thing? She's very. I like her a lot. She's I love great. those. She's got a great New one? one. She like first off, we got into the moon landing, and then Amanda started hitting me with her. She goes, "Are you into conspiracy?" We're relatively new. It's a you know we don't know yeah. each other that well, so maybe feeling you, it out. You don't really dabble in religion or wacky conspiracies, but we've started to. I told her, "Look, I got no boundaries. You can't offend me. You can talk about whatever you want." And then she called me the N-word. I'm like, well, that's too far. No. And so she's working on my shoulder. And she said, do you have conspiracies about stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I got a few that I dabble with that, you know. I'm like, what? And I'm like, I don't think we went to the moon as many times as we say we did. I think we were trying to break Russia financially and had to pretend we were shooting that thing up there like we were running back and forth to Circle K. And I said, I think we made them feel like, Jesus, they've got it figured out. And we, we, we can barely get there once. And she goes, yeah, well, I don't know if we ever went. She goes, I think we did go. And then we found the people. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. On the other side of the moon, there's mushroom huts. And I'm like, oh, I think I love her. And this is real. And then she's like, yeah. She goes, you know, it's a conspiracy. And then they live inside the moon. And then she started to tell me about YouTube channels that kind of. Talk about the so mushroom we huts. We went out there a couple of, yeah. We went up there a couple of times and the mushroom people of the moon came out and started like fighting us. And like, we can't go back here. They're, they're mean. <laughs> and they don't want us up there. And also, we found out. It's got some Death Star capabilities that we're, we should worry about. And I'm like, you are the most awesome, crazy person I've ever spoken to in my life. I think I love you. Great one. Did she have dreads and wearing a hacky no. playing hacky you sack when she walked know. up? And- uh, she looks more normal than you could ever imagine. Wow. Like, just, yeah. Like so I'm going to Google mushroom huts on the Well, I don't know. that She called them mushroom huts. I'm not sure that's part oh. of it. She said they're shaped like mushrooms. So I made mushroom huts. But are there like houses little, on the moon? Not houses. Huts? They live in it. But there's like little bubbles that make you know where they're hanging out. It's on the other side. So they can put the front out and then the Death Star if they ever need to use it. Like you'd think they'd have used it the second we flew towards them. <laughs> like they wouldn't have waited for us to get on it and then gone, all right, let's go. Let's just leave them alone. They stayed fairly anonymous. But she said it's got like capabilities. Of, I'm like, I love, I hope that's real. Like my conspiracy theories aren't necessarily that like I buy in. I just kind of have a lot of hope that that's real. That what? How much more interesting would it be if we found middle of the moon people for realsies, and they did sort of have like death wishes for us, and they just been keeping us at bay? Something new's got to happen around here eventually. That would be pretty cool. But yeah, she starts working my shoulder, and she's really knowledgeable and good at what she does. Hits me with that bomb, and I'm like. Then I hit her with a like. I'm like, what about Kennedy? What do you think of that? I've never really looked into that one. You haven't looked into Kennedy, but you've looked into the mushroom people of the moon? All right, well, you've got targeted stuff. And then I said, and I just looked at her and I'm like, 9 11. Her eyes got huge. And I'm like, next next session, we're talking about that. <laughs> Inside job. Like, yeah, I think so too. Then I told her that I'm mad at bin Laden for missing, like, he could have dipped the wing and gotten one more, and then I wouldn't have had to buy my house for myself. But 
Every time I say that to people, my you know my ex was in the trade centers that day. Oh, really? Yeah, she made it. What? Yeah, Bin Laden missed her. A couple years later, signing papers to buy my own house for myself. I could have done me a favor. That's why people don't understand why 9 is one of the happiest days of my life. I mean, <laughs> you know, of, I celebrate. And for all the wrong reasons, right. one of the saddest of mine. Because the phone rang later that day. I made it. Oh. All right. Well, I'll call the lawyers and what do I owe you? <laughs> this is an expensive escape. <laughs> if only you were in that meeting. Yeah. And then I wasn't even worried about the drip thing anymore. I thought. That's fascinating. That is, and you're already looking it up. See, it makes you it makes you jump to the computer to go. I just wanted to find the story or something. Well, she, it's it. not even a story. It's yeah. a YouTube channel. Or like okay, like for this guy that gives out this stuff, and then he, and evidently he gets pretty convincing. So, I just googled are there creatures living on the moon? In the moon, that's the key to it. Yeah, well, underneath the surface, it does say there yeah. is one creature, tardigrades, which are yeah, they water have bears. They got those little water bears. They they found those. We know that from the scoops of sand we took. And the Israeli uh, yeah, we got craft that. that came down. We got all, and it had them attached. And yeah, we got that. We know that. But uh, it's because the moon never rotates. We only see one side. This is Rex saying that. All the dark side has the habit, uh, the stuff that inhabits the moon is on the other side. People think the whole thing's a spaceship because it just popped up. <laughs> I want that to be real. I would love for that to reveal itself to me. And then I just think about my poor grandparents who lived such boring lives, sitting in the farm, and you know, from 1908 to 1984, Alvar never had anything interesting pop out of the moon. He just saw us land on it. Pretty amazing. I had a pretty interesting but life. Deep down, he did kill a guy. Yeah, at least one that we know of. What do you think we went to the moon for? Like, don't you think people... <laughs> there's Joe Exotic again hugging his new tiger. Brady, your face fits too beautifully on Joe Exotic's body. I don't like how well this hair works on you in all these uh, photos. But do you think that people watch the moon landing hoping for the best? Or was it the same way I watched that dude walk over the Grand Canyon on a tightrope waiting for the... And, like, everybody watching the moon landing, I wasn't there, obviously, but they had to be waiting for hatches to open and, like, a war to break out. We had to deep down be hoping for little men. We had to like it had oh, to be. The, a, yeah, the stories were already out there that there's you know the people you're sure. going to encounter. Well, there. we thought it was made of cheese and that we we were idiots. But deep down, isn't it sort of the moon landing was sort of Geraldo's vault? Remember Geraldo's vault? Oh man, when, yeah, I, the when big they stink, looked at it, was it nothing? Was there was it, nothing. Did it feel uneventful? Was yeah, it, I, I, a little dis. I think a lot of people were disappointed. That it was just dudes, you know, it was pretty neat that we did it. I don't know, everyone gathered around when they were... Did they, though? That's history. We have all sorts of stuff where we say this and that happened, and we we lived through it. It was like, that's not how that went. Like, the moon landing had to have at least one guy at every moon landing party going, ah, nothing's happening. We made it to the moon, that's neat, but I mean, come on. You wanted to see a hatch open, little dudes come out. You wanted to see a welcoming committee. You wanted at least a laser to get shot. Like at the rocket, and this as it tried idiot to land. jumped off and landed on the moon, and he's a hero. Yeah, yeah. Neil Armstrong comes home. Right. Just yeah, nothing happened. Bravest man, really ever. deep down, it was just an accomplishment. It was about winning. You know, it's basically getting the gold medal. Oh, it was beating Russia. That yeah. we made it about. Yeah, that. that's where I think right. the hype came. Right, but it, I mean, did people in like Mexico really care? Their country didn't benefit from that at all. 
So were they watching the moon landing, or was America they were beating watching Russia? The soccer game. It was basically it was basically we won. yeah, it was miracle on That's ice. All that matters. Though. It was miracle yeah. on ice. We beat Russia. That's Whatever summer league game was going on in soccer, they were watching that. <laughs> there was probably a friendly going on. <laughs> moon. Hey, America's on the moon. Who cares? Player Pele's in town. <laughs> Pele's playing a friendly. <laughs> well, we're going to that. Yeah, if Mexico had a big soccer match back on July twentieth and sixty nine, they'd have for certain gone to that. I'd rather see the soccer match than some cracker walk around on the moon. <laughs> That's probably true. Mexico didn't care. Central America was too high on coke, even though nobody was paying attention to them back then. Brazil didn't care. They watched. They knew about it. They didn't care. A lot was, of scientists died in Russia that day. Yeah, it was oh, horrible. Oh, there was a lot of death in Russia. They've done it. <laughs> you guys, uh, they have been to the moon, and we are still sitting on our fingers with our thumbs up our butts. Hey, boss wants to talk to you. Hey, those, uh, come over here for a second. I have to talk to you about something. You see, this is Neil Armstrong. Very cool, right? Very neat, yes? It is. It's a very good accomplishment, uh, comrade. Very good. Yes, and you're supposed to do that with thumb and ass. Why is your thumb and ass? Because your team is no longer a team. You're no next. longer next. Uh, bring in the other scientists. Hey, comrades, have a seat. We heard a lot of noise a second ago. Is that machine gun? Yes, AK-47, Russian technology. Thumbs up the vessels. Next. A <laughs> lot of dead guys in Russia. Russia cared. We cared. Mexico didn't care. They were only hoping this. Were there aliens? What do you mean, player? We don't like that word around here. No, you know what I mean. Like the real ones. They're you know, legal not like up there. Not like us. <laughs> no, man. There were no Mexicans on the moon. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there was? Hey, what's up, Neil? Orale. Orale. I'm an illegal alien. That song hasn't been written yet. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the police will do it. <laughs> yeah, I, that would have been great. I mean, I made it up here. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty easy, actually. A couple of leaf blowers on a hat. The air is thin, but, you know, you get used to it. They might have been saying, too, you know, why are they stirring it up at the moon again? They've already built a bunch of stuff here in Mexico. These yeah. pyramids. and Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't want this again. Yeah, we don't want them coming back. But that was her theory. I mean, PT was... You know, that's why we don't go back. And I do think, like, we don't go back for a reason. Not because of that. I well, now we're going after that uh, gold-loaded meteorite. We're talking about <laughs> it. We have land no on plan it. on that. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to... We're, again, it's about money and beating Russia to the money. And again, it's the same thing. As much as changed, it's the same thing. If we can make Russia look stupid, we're going to do it. We're going to spend a fortune doing it. And teachers will complain that kids are getting dumber and they don't get any money. Meanwhile, we're going to go... We're going to try to get Scrooge McDuck's asteroid as it floats past the house. <laughs> Grab hold of that, and then the teachers can have all they want. You think wars are bad now? Wait until we get that $10 gagillion asteroid in Houston. Houston, we've got the main rock. It's, uh, it's basically time to uh, quit our jobs and just start <laughs> each other like crazy. It's going to be amazing down there. <laughs> we don't need oil anymore. We've got the gold rock. Yeah, so it's pretty it neat. It could turn into the, it's so much gold, it'll turn into like homes in the late 80s or something. I'm tired of the gold package. <laughs> yeah, we want some finishes. Could you imagine, though, like if you, like breaking news, like your phone beeped and how awesome it would be if breaking news came and like the news guy just looked confused and he was on your screen going, it's like people on the moon and they're mad at us and they've got this laser and they're ready to fire it. <laughs> like, oh my God, we got to fight the moon. I'd love it. I think it'd be great. It'd be like the little green Martian from Looney Tunes and stuff. <laughs> and Marvin, pointing at us. Yeah. yeah. 
and we are ready to launch the missiles. <laughs> like, oh my God. I think that would be an incredible, like, I would love to see Mark Curtis just go, uh, and try to, because you know in the local news, they always try to find the local angle. We're, we're talking to a guy who uh, is from Glendale who was helping out with the project. I'm like, what is going on? There's people on the moon. We didn't find him. We, Neil was up there. And then it would start the full conspiracy. Where were we ever there? Why didn't we go to the other side? How come we don't go to the other side? They're there. I like my physical therapist. She's crazy. And she makes a lot of sense. Uh, so just keep your eye on the moon. Dennis tonight. Rodman is heading to the moon yeah. to negotiate. <laughs> I'm just a girl in the world. I'll talk to moon people. <laughs> Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats over there as we I don't know, spin I'm people's brains, Brett? That's All right. Three years you're here. Yeah. You're still happy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so little hatch, never a dull moment. Nope, that little hatch opens on the moon, and Mark Curtis has to tell us, did you guys see that? We saw it. We don't know what to The, the guy on the moon. <laughs> Just there. Of course, Wake Ups aren't brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's August. It's hot, which means it is e-bike month, and uh, Action Ride Shop has the brand-new Pivot Shuttle e bikes in stock the ame bikes as a matter of fact that's their brand new one so they got those there select e-bikes right now are on sale markups up to 30 percent off msrp so actionrideshop.com is where you want to go and uh just tell josh and the boys we sent you down there on the list uh stp system of a down tool prison sex for the manatee um megadeth like the torch bloodhound gang slipknot van halen zz top because dusty hill died two years ago today uh, oh really terror, that yeah. was two years ago yeah I would have guessed if you just last said, year. Oh, somebody eight said two years ago. ago. Maybe somebody said two years ago. I don't know. What do you got, Brady? ZZ Top died. Uh, you know, oh, you're right. Is it, is it two years ago? Because when we did oh, Night of the Singing Dead two years ago, we had ZZ yeah, Top. Okay, all right. Holy smokes, that was that's quick. By the way, I just got an email. It said, "Will you please stop talking about the mushroom people of the moon?" Signed Toledo's dad, now known as Salisbury King of Shiitake House. <laughs> that's right. He's up there hiding from Toledo. Uh, sure enough. Well, that's easy talk. Wow. Is that two years? Man, oh, man. Two years ago today, we lost uh, one of the beards, and they still go on. Yeah. Kind of shouldn't, but they do. Uh, let's do a little tush. Let's do some ZZ Top. All right. Nothing wrong with that. I like that one. Yeah, you asked me that out of guest eight, like just sitting on my brain right now, so about eight months ago. And aren't they... Um I think they're back out doing some shows. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think they're out with Skinner again for their well seventeenth last tour. Stop it. We've got sharp dressed man legs. Give me all your eleven. Which one do you want? Oh, Tush ain't in there. I like Tush. No. We all got Tush. Yeah, because well, Dusty sings Tush. That's why. Well, then do you have Tush? I get you it. get Tush. We'll do that. We'll just delete all these. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one he does, right? That's yeah. As far as I know, uh, did right. he do Tube Snake Boogie? Look, I think that was Billy. Was it Billy? Such a cool song. Yes, yeah, ZZ Top is a. Uh, a blues band that kind of stole everything, but we're just too cool for the room. And really good musicians when really amazing, really good. But everything they did was kind of a swiped sound that they just made their own. But that's a lot of bands. All right, we'll do some Tush then. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There you go. A little Metallica for you, getting you ready for the big shows heading our way on Labor Day weekend. 
That'll be a good one. Don't know what night they're playing it. Two nights, two totally different shows, Friday and Sunday in September. And uh, tickets are tough on the aftermarket to get, but you can do it. And I think we're going to have some stragglers to give away. Trust me on that one. Metallica. Unbelievable. What a show that's going to be. And that new album, which isn't great, but isn't bad, will play live beautifully. Like, there's some songs in there that are actually like, that's a good live. Like, that's going to be a great live one. Lux Eterna is going to sound Lux good. Lux Eterna is going to be yeah. awesome live. They got a couple of gems on that thing. So exciting all the way across the deal. Uh, there are a lot of people emailing me going, hey, is the golf tournament for sale? Is the golf tournament for sale? Let me tell you something about that deal. I've been dealing with this for months. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask We about got that. lawyers. Let me just, I'll just throw the, we got lawyers involved in how the signups go and how this, it is the biggest pain in my ever. And I'm not really doing anything. I just hear from everybody about how we can't do this. we got to sign that. So it's delayed it again. We're working on next week. So the on sale was supposed to be last week, this week, and whatever. And, uh, you, man, you get one lawyer that goes, well, we've got to do this first. Oh, for Christ's sake. And it's been like a 14-day paper trail to get two people to sign a piece of paper. So the Bobs can't figure it out? Oh, the Bobs are worthless. They can't figure out a thing. They're just, we got to do it right. you got to do it right. Like, you guys have known about this. You guys got, got to do it right. Lawyers. Call the lawyers. Whenever you hear that, it's like, okay, we'll delay whatever we had planned. Cause, so for all those folks that are dying to get involved in the heat stroke open, which is going to happen, I think. <laughs> uh, if two dudes can stroke their name on a goddamn piece of paper a couple of days from now, we'll have it all ready to go for sale. But as it stands right now, it's just mainly just a big fat lawyer pain in the ass paper. Yes, we have it too. Seems like you could just put a golf tournament on like my friends always do. I have a friend who put a golf tournament on had 600 people at it uh, for a friend of his who got cancer. Blew up the whole damn place. It was awesome. I don't remember him getting lawyers involved. Imagine that. You have to get lawyers involved to play golf on a golf course. It's stupid. But it's the, it's the world we live in. So for those of you emailing me, yes, you are right. It should be on sale now. It is not. It will be. And we're going to have the we debauchery think. and the fun and all that. Oh, it'll be, it'll be, we'll probably have the heat stroke open somewhere in November. <laughs> right? Nice, nice temperatures, beautiful. They'll just have reseeded the courses. It's still scheduled for late August. Like this is going to be, we're going to be at golf land having the heat stroke open. Oh, somebody threw that out there. Well, what if we just go to Top Golf? I'm like, no. And it isn't the golf course's fault and it's not our yeah. fault. It's just a big lob of papers that if one guy doesn't sign them, it's unofficial. So. So for all the people, and I am getting bombed on, and I keep telling people, I'm like, I'm the one with my dick in the wind. It, it's I'm the one who tells everybody about this, like it's my thing. Then I got to put it in other people's hands, and it's not to say nobody's not doing anything. It's just getting everybody to do it right. So yes, golf people, don't worry, you're right. We are missing the date right now. It's supposed to be today, especially, but it's uh, so far a bunch of muckety mucks and suits has absolutely uh, this thing rotten. By adding too many cooks to the kitchen, as is true with every single goddamn thing in the world now. Well, i got to ask this guy, and then he's got to call his lawyers. I'm like, to play golf? Yep. That's stupid. We need to cook it right. Yeah, we got to make sure everybody signs. Everyone we've ever met in our lives has to sign a piece of paper saying that well, there's golf happening on a golf course. It feels like we're paying these lawyers a lot of money. we got to put them to work. Can we get their stamp? Get Kevin Rowe in here. Yeah, exactly. You know, We're the Learner and Rowe Studios. Can't we just have this guy show up every once in a while and Kevin just put his stamp on it? Yeah. Lawyers. Even Kevin would tell you. Lawyers. <laughs> if you need one, you've done something stupid. If you've called one, you are stupid. And that's my big thing because in the meetings I'm like, why did we even call him? Why don't we just do it? Ask for permission after. 
We'll beg forgiveness when it's over. Well, now that uh, they know. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what are they going to sue us? They're us. They're, it's our own company. Now we need three guys, to, three guys to sign papers. Three guys to sign papers to say we're playing golf on a golf course? I've never had to call a lawyer when Brady goes, want to go golfing. I've never done it. <laughs> I've never once contacted, unless it's to get a fourth. Hey, I have a lawyer friend that might want to play. That's it. And that lawyer friend would never go, well, I can't. I haven't signed the proper documentation to golf with you boys. Doesn't make any sense. And we're, and we're like, are you sure you want to invite a lawyer? <laughs> I don't want you to come. I don't hang out with lawyers. They scare me. <laughs> I like Kevin Rowe, but when I get too close to him as a person, I start going, uh-oh, I'm in. I'm in the mix. I better call up the mushroom people of the moon. They make more sense to me than lawyers. So you want to have a golf tournament, huh? Yeah. Where are you having this thing? On a golf course? Mmm. We're going to have to get some lawyers involved in that. <laughs> like, doesn't that happen every day? Yes. What do you need to be involved for? So I get my money, goddammit. So that's happening. And yes, it's a pain in my ass. And they said, please don't talk about it. And I'm like, are you kidding? It looks like a pinhead if I don't talk about it. Like all these people asking me. The thing sells out in 10 seconds. It's kind of a popular event. My mailman stopped me the other day. When is the golf tournament going on sale? I'm like, I think Friday. Lawyers are involved. And he just shook his head like, I'm so sorry. Like I told him I'd lost a baby. And I said, so it's supposed to be Friday. And he goes, I said, he goes, what's the trick? And I said, just have everything ready at 950 on your computer and your finger hovering over the enter button. It's like you're at the tree at a drag race waiting for the right. green light. Have all of it filled out. And then right when 10 o'clock happens, go, go. like gun it, hit that gas. And you, you might get it. Last year, it's, it literally sold out in 11 seconds last year. We are shocked by it. So there are people who want Anyway, long story. I'm annoyed with this. Brett, you should do something about this. I'll put it on his plate. Have Brett walk in and go, I understand we got a problem with some contracts. <laughs> I don't think we have a problem anymore. We're usually in the boxing world, but uh, yeah. we might be able to dabble <laughs> on the golf. I'm not asking you to fix the tournament. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Who do you want to win it? No, 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 you misunderstood. I just want it to happen. <laughs> Where do these lawyers live? No, I don't want you to kill anyone. Maybe I shouldn't have asked Brett to do this. <laughs> Bring your bottle of Sambuca and some six yeah. shot glasses. Let's settle this right I now. honestly I do kind of hope, though, that the day of the tournament, one of the lawyers that has to sign this is there. He goes, I'm glad we got everything done. And his arm's in a sling and he's got a black eye. Just couldn't wait to sign those papers. And Brett's standing behind me going, we got him to sign real quick. <laughs> You're not signing. Sign the f- papers. It's handled. The guy's got a pen in his mouth and Brett's just working his head across <laughs> the paper. Look here, million dollar baby. Sign the papers. <laughs> So that's happening. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. They have a golf tournament. We Just need their lawyers. I don't, I don't, Hooters lawyers are not we like their lawyers. tying it up. Uh, tomorrow night's fight night. What a fight. You got the UFC 291 and you got Spence Crawford tomorrow, which is a boxing match that is, as a boxing fan, as good as it gets. This is great stuff. Uh, Crawford's probably... One of the most underrated fighters of all time. Errol Spence is right on his heels. Winner of this one's like the pound-for-pound best, in my opinion. You can put it on somebody else. This is a great fight. And you can go watch it at Hooters with no cover charge, which is huge. Uh, Get you some wings, some drinks, Hooters girls. uh, It's all good. And it's happening Saturday night right there at uh, Hooters when you go. Plus, the UFC 291 is happening. Uh, tom- uh, yeah, it's all tomorrow. It's got all the TVs will have good stuff on it. This is great. So if you're a boxing fan, Spence and Crawford is. 
Fingers crossed. One of those, uh, you know, Hagler, Hearns kind of things, potentially. These two go, and it's good. Brady, report it. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Happy National Chocolate Milk Day. Not for me. Not in 116 yeah. degrees. <laughs> kind of out Pass. on that one. Uh, it's not Pass. necessarily for us desert folk. It's a bad time to have it in July. Well, for the rest of the country, no, it's fine. everywhere, John. It's good. Chocolate milk on a nice day. On every, everywhere All right, in but the they didn't count on the heat wave. I'm saying, it's if July. you're up, oh, listen, if you're up in New Hampshire right now and you're drinking chocolate milk, it's a nice day. You can have dairy when it's 80. In the middle of your flood, in oh, New stop Hampshire. Stop it! Oh man, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You've turned into that grouchy old man on the porch. You don't know. New Hampshire's underwater. You somebody's got to do it. <laughs> couple of baseless fun facts. Native Americans have the highest interracial marriage rate of any group in America. 58% marry someone who's a different race. Asians are second, 28%. Uh, out of tribe count? Like, does a Hopi marrying a Navajo count? No. No. Okay. You sure? Yes. Yeah. You're positive. Yeah. I think if you asked a Hopi and a Navajo, you'd get a different Both answer. Both Native Americans. Uh, right. But one would say... They're an animal. Well, <laughs> they don't even. They, yeah, they don't even. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to get emails from Hopis right now that basically say those are animals. That's illegal marriage. <laughs> you can't marry one of them. That's like marrying a duck. right. <laughs> Talk about marrying Hopis, and then the Hopis get mad. They go the other way. They get mad the other side. I don't know. I think you have to ask them a different way. Is marrying a Cherokee okay? Oh, if you want to get your head chopped off. There's only, savages. There's only one state capital that doesn't share a single letter with its state. One state capital doesn't share a single letter with its state. Phoenix? No, Arizona has an I. Montpelier? Vermont. Eugene? Wow, this is hard. What is it? Pretty good. Pierre. Pierre. South Dakota. Dakota. Damn it. McDonald's sells a quarter of its fish fillet sandwiches for the whole year during Lent. Because people are avoiding other kinds of meats. They sell around 69 million fish fillets in 40 days. Wow. To the God people. (laughs) Right. God, God built you a McDonald's so you could... I'm sure that's what he had in mind when he broke down the hole. You can only have this on one day. On this day in history. Is that your on this day in history? What a big intro. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like you kind of quit on it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. 78 years ago in 1945, a U.S. Army bomber crashed into the 79th floor of the Empire State Building. No kidding. Never knew this. 14 people died. Was he screaming out? It was a B 25 Mitchell bomber. Two pilots and one passenger aboard was flying from uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts to LaGuardia. It was foggy. Oh, he couldn't see New York City. They changed it up and said, hey, uh, land at Newark instead. Oh, boy. But be careful of the Chrysler building. And as they turned away, they flew lower to try to get better visibility out of the fog. The Chrysler building is a little shorter than the Empire State Building. Yeah, and they swung into the 79th floor of the Empire State Building. They said... uh, with all the flames when the tanks and the fuel oh, yeah. tanks exploded, the 75th floor it sent flames of the uh, and and the plane. One of the engines shot over to a penthouse 
apartment across a building across the way. Blew a rich guy up. Um, and luckily, a lot of the workers weren't working that day. It was Saturday. Wow. So only 11 people died in the building. So wait, we but, came up with the idea first? Right, John. Telling me no structural damage, which is amazing too. That it took a B twenty five and it you know flew into that at the time a million dollars worth of damage, which would be ten million dollars. That's not too bad. Which I think would be even more. But um, the fuel and the fire did drop down like ten floors. Sure. So you're telling me Al Qaeda is just a bunch of hacks of a nineteen forty five trick? Evidently, yeah. Been there, done that. And we did it. Nobody really got serious. I mean, we had a few people, but building stayed up. 50 years ago on this day in 1973, Lee Majors married Farrah Fawcett. They divorced in 82. <laughs> that means something to you. Was well, six, $6 million, million dollar man, man and Farrah Fawcett. Man. What year did that happen? Because that was in 1973. Her... Oh, before her prime. Like she hit hard in 77. With the posters and the Charlie's Angels? Good morning, Angels. Maybe he saw the expiration coming up and he uh, bounced he, out early. He got in early and got out early. <laughs> he's the original DiCaprio. Yeah, he's the fall guy. He jumped in on it, landed on it, got out of there. He, he DiCaprioed her. Yep. And left her for Ryan O'Neill for all those years. You can have her, Ryan. I'm done. Here's 82, the- she wasn't pulling it any. Although that was when she did like that. The Burning Bed show, that miniseries that got such critical acclaim, that had to be right around there. And Lee Majors was just the fall guy. You know, he had that. Yeah, he was kind of he was kind of facing out yeah, a little bit. That was the last thing he did that was any good, and it wasn't that good. The internet debate of the day is: is it iced tea or iced tea? Iced, iced. Yeah, that's not a debate. They pulled on every ten thousand yeah. Americans. Yeah, it's tea that is iced. 10,000 Americans were polled, and they asked the question, and 49% of them say it's iced tea. Because they're right. 20% say iced tea. Some don't care. 27% say both are cool. They're rap fans. I'm in that one. Don't care. It is a don't care, but if you're going to ask me, I'm going to give you the right answer. I don't care what 3 plus 3 is if you ask, but I know the answer. If you break it down by age, younger adults are much more likely to spell it iced tea. And when broken down by race, black and Hispanic people are more likely to say it's iced tea. I-C-E, because of the guy. Um, But uh, they said, according to grammar websites, neither are wrong, but the original term was iced tea. There's only one way to spell it, bitches. Iced tea in the house. Ask Coco, because I iced that ass on the regular. Thanks, Ice. (laughs) But they say the shift happened before... Uh, both ice cream and ice water were originally iced cream. Right, because that's what it is. And iced so, water. Iced tea wouldn't be cool if he was iced tea and did it the proper way, because that's like cracker grammar. Iced tea was like cold as ice. Cracker cream. It's cracker grammar. It's cracker grammar. <laughs> I like that. I didn't know that I just invented a <laughs> really cool. I like cracker that. grammar actually worked yeah. Total accident. Didn't mean that. But it's cracker grammar. We speak cracker grammar. I know, but that was the funny part. As long as you listen to the new number from Iced Tea, it's Iced Tea Player. Well, actually, grammatically, it's not. But if you want to misspell your own name, dummy. It's Street. Okay. I guess you associate Street with bad grammar. I guess that makes Brady pretty Street. What if? By the way, I love your drip. <laughs> yeah, you're looking great today. Nice drip. 
Well, I'm going to hop in my hoopty and walk away from this conversation now, Mr. Ice T. <laughs> the Department of Transportation has just announced a new rule that will require airlines to make restrooms large enough for two people. Oh. Well, because America is this, every single person is Big the size broads. of two people. Yeah. It's not because they want more people to join the Mile High Club either. America's too fat. We don't fit in there anymore. The purpose is to make at least one restroom large enough for passengers with disabilities and their attendants to uh, enter and maneuver within the space if they have to be kind of spin them around. Disabilities. Yeah. yeah. Disability. Put a chocolate dial down. It's <laughs> pigs. That's what it is. Chaco dial. What a choice. <laughs> The I have a disability. I can't stop. I, when I put it down, I pass out. It's chocodile. It's a disability. <laughs> God damn it! I need another. I need a helper in the can. If you've got a disability where you know, and it isn't like detrimental, we then need you need a helper to come in or... and help you spin you around in an airplane bathroom. If you're if you're capable of getting in, the, like I know, people, I've never seen it happen. No, 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 I know people with real disabilities. Who have what's called, and I don't know where this went, personal pride. And they figured out how to get from their chair to their space without somebody tossing them in the air. Like Stephen Hawking pooped in a bag. You didn't even have to use the facility. But somebody who can't move physically, that's different. But people with disabilities, like a bum leg or back, they don't, somebody wiping their ass. I've never seen somebody without arms on a plane, but even without arm people like carry their own scrubbing stick for some reason they use their foot and <laughs> i've never seen someone carrying a scrubbing right. stick either because they got some pride brady they hide it you don't <laughs> see it you don't walk around with your scrubbing stick on your shoulder they don't like a hobo pack with a flag yeah. on it <laughs> no. just whistling walking yeah. down the aisle <laughs> <laughs> i struggled to wipe my own so i use this was that just a towel on a stick yep airlines have 10 years to comply Needs to be done by 2033. We'll be flying cars by then. Amazon sent a woman, uh, her name's Cindy Smith. She lives in Virginia. They sent her 1,000 headlamps, 800 glue guns, a dozen pairs of binoculars. And uh, she called Amazon and said, uh, you know, I just ordered one. And they contacted the uh, broker, the merchandiser. He says he was unloading his overstock stuff. Oh. They gave him the boot. <laughs> Can't unload a thousand headlamps. and. <laughs> but uh, so she got her money back and she gets to keep all the merch. Rex emails a very interesting thing. It says, so 9-11 is a lot like sports in the United States. White people invented it and black people perfected it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I guess that's the way to look at it. I also look at it like no offense to current pilots because I think what you guys do is great. Back then, what Brady was talking about with that—that's when pilots were men. That's when they were pilots, you know. When when fog in the area was like, watch out for that building, and you had to. Like now, the plane—I talk to pilots. They're like, they don't do much. They keep an eye on things. They're babysitting. They take off. They Rarely run. do they fly that they don't low have too. To do much. Yeah. You're certainly not taking that yeah. pattern back over. But they said, hey, look, somewhere between where you need to be and where you're gonna be is New York City. Look out for the buildings. Cool. It's on your ass. Like ground wasn't helping you with anything, and you're not you're flying without instruments in 1945 that were telling you where the Chrysler Building was. 
You had to you had to see it. And these dudes are flying blind over Manhattan, looking for a couple of dinky lights in New Jersey. That's that's when piloting was real. And now it's time for some lightly researched science news. And Amelia Earhart <laughs> ruined it all. It's a nice Very intro. lightly researched. That's, oh, I'm supposed to bring my lube. God dang it. The science news was supposed to be there. I got boy butter just, in there. Just go to Katie KB. They got oh, some. He does have boy butter in there. boy butter in there. <laughs> just go down the hall. They got some. Currently pretty comfortable and confident. <laughs> you hear that, that often? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I got some boy butter. <laughs> go to Katie KB and boy butter. Cabana wear? I'm not going to stain anything. With the lube and all that? I'm putting it on the clothing. I'm with you. Damn it. I don't know that I trust boy. What are we going in? Three, four, five feet? How, taking how long it until I throw up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or one of us throws up first. No, he won't stop if we I put the up. camera real close to Sandman's beard and lips yesterday, and I sent it to you guys. And, it, and I said, right close to the yeah, hole, like I put it next to the butthole. It looked horrible because Shannon's beard and mustache are so thick and kind of graying. And Brett was eating. Uh, Eric's family barbecue dropped off food, and he looked at his phone. He goes, nope, nope, not yet. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's not real. It's Shannon's mouth. Come on, uh, man. Uh, we'll do it another. I'm, uh, I kind of want to. Get the boy butter out. Very busy. No, because then I got to go down the hall. I mean, it's like it should be happening right now, and then we got a comedian coming in. I can't have that happen while he's here. I suppose I could. People went nuts googling stuff about the UFO hearing. Yeah. Top searches this week included stuff like "What is UAP?" Well, they had all sorts of little like an acronyms and is whatever. It was unmanned acronyms. Something. Something. Unidentified yeah. anomalous phenomena. UFO. Uh-uh, because it doesn't have to be flying. Do UFOs exist? Oh. Ah. Ah. It doesn't have to fly, does it? No. It could have landed. Then what? Ah. Uh. Ready for the, the fifth most asked question? Yes. What do aliens eat? Lettuce. <laughs> Hopefully not humans. Yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one. Let's just, anything but us. We're fine with it. Buildings, whatever. I think the Blondie song told us they ate cars. NASA is working on a nuclear-powered rocket that could cut the trip to Mars in half. We also had an asteroid described as the size of over 100 Barbie dolls buzz past <laughs> Earth yesterday. Okay. Using the current uh, hip trends to describe size to people. Uh, A study found that deep fake videos are capable of creating false memories. Some people thought they remembered uh, they created some deep fakes. And some people thought they remembered Will Smith doing a remake of The Matrix. Even said it was better than the original movie. He was supposed to be in it. He was the original choice for Neo. Which is true. But they never made it. A team in Australia is now growing brain cells on a, on computer chips to see if we can merge our brains with AI to make it even more powerful. Wow. Science. That's your lightly researched science news. Quite likely. <laughs> like Hanko, like light, lightly battered. Yeah. Tempera. Yeah. Tempera news. <laughs> very, very little research went into that. Chick-fil-A is testing out two new restaurant concepts. A four-lane drive-through 
with a kitchen above and a walk-up store that has digital uh, – you can pick up your digital orders. I saw the concept of the – Wait, uh, where? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh. So put the uh, – prep and restaurant above and you yeah. just have four lanes underneath just shoots down to your order oh, cool covid they they were pioneers in covid drive through yeah they set up all the shade the tents everything and taco bell introduces the new grilled cheese dipping taco made with the uh, Slow braised shredded beef. Where are you going? Oh, Brady <laughs> ran out. I thought it sounded oh, like he was starting away. August 3rd. What I like to call a ejaculate is- sandwich because that's what it makes me do. Good God. After hearing my special order at McDonald's growing up as a grilled cheese, right. McDonald's comes out with now Taco Bell. <laughs> Look, guys, out their grilled cheese. It looks like my Trend pants. Setter. It's like my pants have the rabies. I'm all frothy. <laughs> grilled cheese dipping taco. Why don't you just start jerking off now and I'll drive you over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Okay. Gen Zers are drinking less. Gen Z uh, are not going to yeah. the bars. But here's fun. the problem. That was it's it's kind of misleading because they said, No, we're drinking just as much. No, we're not. just not going out to the bars because the drinks are so expensive. They're now, lame. They don't drive, so we they don't pre- drink, they don't have sex, they they're they're all into each other's rights. It's annoying. They pregame at home and then they go out to the bar. No, they don't. And and by the way, Gen Zers are, don't go anywhere. Uh because they're so they're, they're always just attached to their pat. I know too many people who are like 19 and 20 that don't go anywhere cuz they're like emotionally 15. Like everybody I know who's about 20 years old for the most part, not everybody, but most of them are just like God, you're acting like I used to act when I was 15 and I was lame when I was 15 <laughs> from their iPad to their PlayStation right. and back and forth. Used to be a desire to like get into bars before you were twenty one. I didn't have any money either. Drinks were too expensive. That's been true for everybody. I'm not going to spend my money on something as ridiculous as that when I can get downloadable content for the same exact pricing. You want to have sex with a girl? No, I respect a woman's rights to not want to have sex with me. I'm still a virgin because it's expensive to take a girl on a date, and for the exact same price as a dinner, I could get many, many downloadable contents. They suck. Your generation, like, millennials look cool compared to you guys, and all they did was bitch. Got a couple of radio videos. First one's a little breastfeeding on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, right. That's some guy and his Very mama. Handy. Family, a little family ride, a Sunday stroll. She's not bad, either. Oh. She's not a mama. She's not well, a mama I mean, she yet. Is, but... She's classy. Oh, no, she's got some mama qualities. boobs are going to be wrapped around that guy's neck in about a year and a half and she's going to look like a leather bag that's impressive you got an infant breastfeeding right there on the back of a motorcycle i definitely filmed that too well aaron eckhart from aaron brockovich drives you around on his bike so uh, he's got airpods in she's got an infant on her right. boob and they're on a motorcycle now you can't knock him for that he doesn't right. want to hear them too right. behind him <laughs> Right. Screaming and crying about everything. <laughs> Look, safety's never been really a cool thing with that uh, biker gang. I guess you're right. They fought the helmet law. Like People were trying to help them. I'm wearing no brain bucket. That's stupid. All right. Trying to help you. Next one's a big uh, freighter ship, and the guy's by the tow line, it looks like. 
And he's got a couple of guys uh, helping out. He's checking it out. Yeah. It's a big rope this little dude's by, and he's, he's, oh, geez, it broke. It broke. Oh, and now I'm looking. There looks it like there's him. a piece laying next to him, him. body. Yeah. There's a guy trying to help him, but it doesn't it look is. good. It blew him up pretty good. Has to throw him overboard. He's done. Yeah, that guy's That's done. chum. Oh, oh, man. That big-ass rope is like it's like a joke rope. If you were to draw that, you'd get an F in class for Oh, there's more? Oh, this is the other Oh, these are a bunch of them that are... Throwing that big giant hook rope around a boat. My God. Get out of the way. Oh, Just stand in another side. Stand in another place. The other side of it. No, don't go towards it. Oh, God. I don't want to see how this ends. So they're going. Oh, oh man. All right. That's Wham, enough. Bam. Of that. Wow. That's enough of that. Okay. Avoid the audio on this last one because I hate this uh, song that they always do on these tragedies. But it's a guy going in the. A ring, well, a not pen. a ring, like in a the stall pen. with a corral, yeah, with a, corral. A, a mom, a a cow, and her calf. What's with the a mom cow? What's with the giraffe and the horse at the back? Right. I don't know why they All did right, that too, but this guy gets it good. Oh man, he's getting torn up oh, by man. this cow. And, oh, she is laying down on this dude, mashing her skull into this guy's body over and over into the wall. <laughs> now what do you do? If I move too I'm fast, done. it's going to oh, come no. back it's around. around. Oh, it's, that was going to kill him again. I wonder how All long right. that went. All right. Good little teasers for what I assume Brett's going to kill us with. <laughs> Here we get go. your cameras out. Toledo, are you ready? It's Friday. We filmed the Friday videos. See what we can get for reactions. Uh-huh. All right, we'll see what we got here. You got anything good? Uh, I got a couple. We'll All start right. off We'll start off uh, light here. Let's see what we've got. Uh, Brett's videos horrify people. Friday. Well, this one won't. This ones. one won't okay. horrify. This is, just, this is just minor. Okay. This guy's basically standing in the wrong place twice. Wait, you got to get the video up. We didn't oh, see it. It's got to go up on the hang screen. On, hang on. <laughs> you had us all teased with all the right. music and such. All right, here we go. This guy's standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's on a racetrack. Twice. Oh, here comes a spinning car. Hits him, takes him down. He's still on the track. He's up. Double dipping. He gets hit by another car. (laughs) He's up again. He's the world's strongest man. You got to give him credit on that one. Credit. That's incredible. I know. And every one of these ones, we see them wipe out. There's only one that the person stayed down. The rest of them pop back up for some reason. I don't don't know know how he did that. That was two he got hit by. We've seen one similar to this one before, but uh, this is a car crouching in the bush. Crouching? Crouching You'll understand. Car crouching in the bush. It's like a bad clue for a video game. Or, oh, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, just jumped out of the bush and killed a guy on a motorcycle. <laughs> Topped him on the cycle. It, 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 it leaps out of the bush. <laughs> and he lost the helmet, too. <laughs> a motorcycle goes by, and a car in the bushes you can't see leaps out like a lion and just attacks the guy in the bushes. Where does it come from? That's a parking know. lot. Darn GPS. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. That's a good one there. So far, all these are worthy of our Facebook page. We can put them up there. Not too bad. Uh, let's see. Right. These are the. This is when I start getting nervous about video three. With now the, we're down to the finalists. The people getting hammered in the face with stuff. All right. Guy standing on the side of the road, waiting for a cab. Bag, waiting for a cab. Little tiny baby cab. It's a crappy country. Bad cars. He's got a lot of. St- oh, 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 a Toyota just comes oh, down the sidewalk oh, and takes oh, down. Oh, all the power lines oh, are down. This is going to get oh, worse. Oh, 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 oh,
Oh my God! And the guy driving the Toyota on the sidewalk is like, is he just, running away? No, he realizes oh, what okay. he's done. He's just he's picking up body parts. He's like, I don't got time for this. Yeah, he is kind of leaving though. No, he's leaving. Yeah, he's <laughs> leaving. I'm he's out of here. He's on his yep. way. The passenger. Stays. Look, at the, look at the cab. He's the leaving. Cabby's got fares to cover. That dude is in the back. Oh. He's in the street. Done. Too much paperwork to fill out. Those power lines are just dangling. They're so close. Look, he's just running over him again. Yeah, he's, well, he's got to get his car. Backing up over him. And car wash. Jeez. <laughs> got to get that off of there. Relax. My old man's a television repair man. <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> can fix it. Okay. What's his rating on that ride? Oh, yeah, Five star? Below and then this one is just the aftermath. This one's called A Bottle of Sunny D Will Fix It. Okay. What are we looking at? Oh. Okay. Oh, what's happening? Guy drinking Sunny D. Oh, it's, it's just. Oh, it's oh, 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 my God. His face has been blown out from the and inside. His, his bodies are just sitting around so calm. Well, yeah, he's what can you do? Orange juice. And he's pouring orange juice into the giant. I sunny D. His, uh, oh, there it is. There's, there's the problem. He's holding a machine gun that evidently went off under his chin, blew his whole mouth and nose. And he's okay. Thumbs he's thumbs up. okay, everybody. <laughs> he's still going to fight the Contras. He's doing it. No, no, no. <laughs> you think that's going to stop me? No face. Got this, bro. That's, uh, that's a gunshot from under the chin that went forward and blew his Lower chin and his nose oh. off, and he's he giving you thumbs up and drinking Sunny D. Well, I'm on that is note. That? Whew. All right, thanks, Brett. <laughs> no problem. Always got you covered That's on Friday. Sunny D. Yeah, press, press Friday videos always. Uh, it's where nightmares are born. Really. Uh, there you go, everybody. That's uh, your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Mike Vecchione is here. You can't help but say it with the, you know, like I should have be playing stickball yeah. or something. Mike Vecchione's Thank in a Thank you guys row. for having me yeah. out here. It's good to have you, Mike Vecchione. It's not my real accent. Yeah, you don't have a real accent, which is, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a little yeah. disappointing that you're not like, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I learned proper English. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm apologizing yeah. for my education yeah. now. What we, what we came up this morning, which we call cracker grammar, is what you are, are really, you seem well-versed. And that's disappointing well, to me. thank I, you. I'm a reader. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, this is all bad. Uh, Mike Vecchione's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Uh, just tonight and tomorrow, yeah. if you want to head on down to TempeImprov.com or go to MikeVecchione.com, you can see all that. Uh, what's going on in your world? How are you? I just think that um, the big selling point is my my comedy's uh, great. Come out. You're going to have a great time. But it's also the air conditioning. Yeah, that seems to be I think that's a, the selling point push. now. Yeah. Huge, yeah. right? We're getting used to, like, you know, air conditioning being the everyday air now. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know what's going on out there. It's like we're living in bio. It's like the big sell in the hotels yeah. back yeah. in the day. What's it like like for you? Like I know everybody's from out of town when they come here, but like we're used to it. I go out to my car. It doesn't bug me. But I, I mean, know- we used to – I mean, it was like 115 yesterday. Right. So I'm not used to that. Like I, right. I grew up in – uh, half my half my life in Florida. Oh, okay. So I like to – I played football. It was hot, all you that. You swamp. So, had the humidity, yeah. yeah. But I never um, felt anything like this before. No kidding. This is unreal. This so- is um, – Unlivable? Dare I say oppressive. <laughs> it's an oppressive. And I'll say it to you guys in an accusatory way because I blame you for it. I blame we, you for it. We live here. Yeah. Technically, we're kind of in support of this. Yeah, we are like we're accessories to the crime to this. Yeah, this usually stuff. when it's a heat warning, it's like, ah, oh, dude, I got it. You know, I just, I'll run, no, work out outside, no big no. deal. But this is like 
It's no yeah. joke. Yeah, no, we are definitely yeah. uh, complicit in the problem because we're not telling everybody stay away. It's like you can no. come if you want. That's fine. You got to remind people it's a desert. I think. Right. I don't think people put that together. They forgot. They're like, oh yeah, if you, you know, we're, we've evolved above. It's nope. like, no, it's still the desert. Yeah, it's brutal. And we've tried to do our best to build around that. Yeah. Right. Oh, and just to make ignore it, not it. Look like a desert. We're ignoring. It. What are you doing for fun? Since have you been here for a couple of days or just no? No, I got here uh, yesterday. So I left my. Uh, I was telling Alex I left my place at four forty-five in New York to catch a seven oh five flight at JFK. So I got here, I like took a shower, then I couldn't sleep, and then I walked 10 feet outside. I was like, okay, that's not happening. <laughs> you went back to the room and watched TV. All <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Went back to the room and watched uh, WWE promos, <laughs> old WWE The Rock and, and Stone Cold. I just love, I, I love those promos. You love the wrestling? I I love the, um, I'm, I was a, you know, wrestling fan for, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan, but I just love the, I love the promos. I love like uh, when somebody comes out on the mic and just like, Let's the other person yeah. have it because I, I wrestled like a uh, collegiate and real uh, wrestling. And wrestling, real wrestling, yeah. which isn't nearly as popular. And it's like, no. it's hilarious that that's not. It wasn't nearly different storylines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sort but of you need a storyline yeah. and you need conflict. I and, couldn't and, and, wait. Why can't <laughs> we have the combination of real wrestling with the showmanship? It would of help. WWE? It would. It would make it. Our sport. I love it because as it is right now, you know, somebody who doesn't wrestle. Looks at it and goes, the outfit is like the worst thing you can put someone in right. in those positions. And in all defense, it's a great, it's a great sport. Amazing. It teaches you how to work hard. It's a very, yeah. very tough sport. But it's not as exciting. If you're not, if you don't know what's happening, no. it's not that exciting to watch. And it's also quite visually uh, arousing. Yeah. I would say. I mean, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you find yourself confused a lot of the times going, I don't know that I'm enjoying the sport element of this as much as I am the tangling. You like, probably I stayed try it up the... all night yeah. in your sweatsuit yeah. thinking about our match. Right. Yeah. But I think you're too drained because you've lost 13 pounds yes, to go fight again. That's a big thing. I don't know if it still is because they have to weigh in the day of. They used to weigh in the night before in college when I was there. And it, and it's it was uh, brutal because you could lose a lot of weight at one time. Oh, yeah. So really, you're not like, – when I rehydrated, I was just thinking about like pizza, yeah, not the match. Crushing food, crushing pizza. Now, how did you dehydrate? Did you ever uh, laxatives and stuff? How, no, how bad in, you in, go? in high school you have to do it the right way, which is like cut it gradually. In college, you, you could you could cut it quick because you had um, access to the facility twenty four seven. So you could work out, and then if you were still overweight, you could go to the facility and tape yourself up with plastics. Yeah. Seal off the shower, turn them all on high, and make it oh, into a steam room, oh, and then yeah. just ride it. And you could lose, you could, you could cut twelve pounds of water weight Easy. off of your body yeah. if you really have the will to do it. Yeah, it's like Vision but, Quest. Yeah, yeah, it is quarter pound yeah. spit yeah. cup in a half hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. did you? Uh, uh, I did that a couple times, yeah. and that was just. I was like not twelve. It was like ten. Ten in a, in a night, and it, it, you can do it, Jesus. but it's it's very hard on you. Yeah, it's oh, terrible in, for in high school. Or my thirty five pounds every year. Would cut. I'm sure that helped a lot growing <laughs> right. up. But the night before, and that that if I was five pounds over the the way, and I'd be okay, right? Because I know I could lose that. Yeah, five you drifted overnight. Yeah, you drifted overnight, and then you wake up, and then you're two over, and it's like, oh, that's yeah. man. It's like you you're managing it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where I would just drink the magnesium citrate, drop about 14 pounds the day before, <laughs> just have fun doing it because that's the best way to do it. Ozempic. Yeah. Oh, it's epic. Yeah. Anything, anything that gets me throwing up or like not digesting food properly in the least healthy possible way. And then I'm going to go wrestle because I'm going to be angry. That's, <laughs> that's the right. thing. Yeah. There's wrestling a, angry is that is sport the best. is to me is like miss the boat. It's the same way I think Metallica fighting Napster. I look yeah. at wrestling fighting the WWE. <laughs> they should have never gotten so mad at it. They should yeah. have gone, you know what? Not a bad idea. Yeah. It is. And embraced it. Embraced but it. Yeah. Real wrestling got really pissed off at fake wrestling. 
and then separated itself. And where's the money? Yeah, yeah. In the Hollywood show. you got to follow the money. Or yep. the Bitcoin now. Oh, yeah. If which you is that. money. Yeah, I guess. Some people say it is. <laughs> which I, is real. No yeah, one actually knows what it is. If, if someone tried to buy something from you and said, hey, I've got Bitcoin, would you yeah. get out of here. I'm not even, I don't even know how to accept it. I'd rather just uh, give me a promise. <laughs> <laughs> how about a hug and a promise? <laughs> Fingers crossed. And promise me this is a relationship I won't regret. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah it just is so weird that we have that and people would – I don't know how to pay for things with that. But if it makes me a ton of money, I'd be, I'd be into it. Uh, I don't even have anything. I just try to pay for things from my phone. I just go like this and yeah. pretend like I don't, it's not working. <laughs> I don't know. I, you don't have the app. You don't have the app. You don't have your banking app on. It's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to do it. I just see everybody else doing yeah, it. I just want to be included. It's their fault. Yeah. Are you? I'll American? pay you on Snapchat. <laughs> Everybody's turned into the guy from Popeye. I'll pay you on Snapchat for a burger today. Hit me up on Venmo. Uh, yeah, that I have to pay my yard guy on Venmo. Oh, that's and great. He doesn't even know his Venmo. So every time he's like, just pay me on Venmo, and I look, and his last name is Smith. I'm like, oh, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your deal? How many times have you paid the wrong guy? Uh, twice, actually. Oh my God. Yep, two times, and one was his son. <laughs> That's really great. Now we get the cash. You got it. You go, oh, and then got you got to go over there with a bat to get your money back. <laughs> right. It's like I'm doing this money. old school. Yeah, most of the money goes up to Utah too. The Smith family. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, all the Smiths were happy. Another donation. Uh, Mike Vecchione's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Uh, are you a married guy? What's going on in your world there? Uh, no, I'm dating uh, another comic, and we live in New York, and um, it's actually going How's, well. That's going good. Really, it's right. going good. Yeah, we got a nice. We got a, we uh, met before. We met a long time ago, but then we started dating right before the pandemic, and then uh, comics dating comics yeah. is never good. You would think it's never good. I've Eventually. done the whole thing. I dated a comic before, and then I dated um, a waitress, and then I dated a couple fans, and then uh, and now I've circled back to comic. So let's hope that it works out this time. <laughs> or I'm just going to have life. to move on with the cycle. <laughs> going in again. Was is this a comic that people know? Her name is Katie Hannigan. She's okay. very funny. Okay. And uh, that's the only way it actually works. Right. If she's very funny and I legitimately and she's and she's respected and yeah. I legitimately think she's funny. Because if she wasn't funny, I don't I couldn't fake yeah. it. Because you're starting the relationship on a lie. Absolutely. So you can't do that. But it works well. Um she comes from a nice family. I just I've met her family before, but then her family lives on a farm in Indiana. She's from Indianapolis. Oh, wow. So I went to go visit them on the farm, and it was, I mean, it was a legit farm. It was yeah. no joke. It was a working farm. I mean, it was yeah. something. So uh, that was great. And um, So you could be a farmer yeah. someday. Like that's all, where I hope. Yeah. That's yeah. where I hope the goal goes. Right? <laughs> Just coming from New York and then uh, Indy and then going an hour from the airport and then being on a farm, it's just like completely quiet. Yeah. And their problems are like... Uh, so much different than New York than New York problem. It's like the neighbor has a tree. The neighbor farmer has a tree, and it fell on our lawn. So we had to communicate with them. It's like, how are we going to dispose of this? You know, I mean, they should pay for it. We should pay for half of it. It's like, well, it's on your property. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, in these New are, York, and these are and the hey! major machinery. Get the machinery over there. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Tree crushed my dog, Dick. <laughs> Go after yourself. Yeah, like yeah, clean it up then. It's in your yard. F you, Jay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and Indiana does have other problems because that's where I'm from, and most of it is meth related. Oh, meth. Yeah. So if you get a big enough farm to keep away from them, if you get out oh, of the yeah. country, they'll be out in your cornfield, but they stay. They tend to stay there because that's where they get. They can hide easier, and it's cooler. well. They they're focused on animals. It's like coyotes. And stuff I, I coyotes yeah. like will will take you will lure your dog out yeah. and then surround your dog yeah and then take your dog down which is a domesticated one of them I guess they don't like that the dog has yeah. crossed over and yeah. has become human the bougie coyotes yeah yeah they don't like that they don't yeah like and it. they do that here they like they like nobody ever pays attention to that but they'll they'll like start running around 
like your by your dogs, and your dogs are like, oh, cool, another dog I'm playing, and then other coyotes come in and kill it. Oh my god, they're very smart. Yeah, well, so that's a problem. We they're have grifters. Yeah, they don't have that problem in New York so much. Yeah, we we forget about the food chain in New yeah. York a lot of times. Yeah, it's you and rats. <laughs> yeah, it's us. Yeah. It's rat. Rats yeah. who are eating our pizza. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Pizza rat. He's dragging the pizza down the stairs. For those of you listening and don't know, Google it. Huge. It's real. He's dragging a piece of pizza down the stairs. Look at this guy likes a yeah. slice. <laughs> it's got 8 million views. That guy's selling out theaters. <laughs> yeah, he's at CB Live this weekend. He's killing it. Yeah, that's your competition. <laughs> you got problems, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Would you rather see this pizza rat or a guy who's lactose intolerant? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see both, actually. I would like to see a lactose intolerant guy. Oh, there's pizza rat right there on our screen. Look pizza how easy rat. it is to find pizza rat. Look at he's got a slice. <laughs> who, who tosses a whole slice? Oh, my God. What was wrong with that full triangle? Uh, he bailed, too. Yeah, he bailed on it because of the cameras. He didn't want to be seen. <laughs> paparazzi. He's got paparazzi. Yeah. He's the most popular guy in New uh, York. He's looking back up. But it wasn't the world's greatest slice. It said that on one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. yeah he, he, was, he was disappointed in yeah. his choice. That'll happen. Uh, what else do you like? Are you following the world's events? Are you a big believer in uh, conspiracies and things? As my physical therapist got me thinking about something yesterday. Oh, my God. Out. She thinks there's people who live in the moon. Oh, yeah. I don't think the moon landing is real. I don't, think the earth don't? is flat. Is that real? Uh, I think the sun is fake. You guys are actually holograms. <laughs> You're not real people. Three white men in a room? Yeah. No, no, not possible. <laughs> not possible. Fake news. You're all fake news. Do you have anything that just like you don't tell people in your brain? You're like, I believe this and I probably shouldn't. I'm not a big no. <laughs> conspiracy guy. I'm no. like, I read the post every the the, the New York Post oh, every day. That. So that's where I get my – and they, they're just like – half of it's just like um, – TikTok stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just uh, it's just hilarious. Did you it, see the UFO so. thing the other day? The government is now pretty much like Testifying. saying, "Right, where's the money?" Like we know we're doing this, but the dude's yelling about it. And he's ninety five percent of all pilots in the Navy and Air Force have seen it and are afraid to say they've seen alien oh, wow. and craft and things like that. Oh no, I missed that one. Yeah, How it's did... a big deal. How are you missing that one? <laughs> we got you, we got aliens, man. You well, just you guys New Yorkers out. are you guys so are... self centered. Well, you guys are out here, so that yeah. this is where it happens, right? <laughs> Is it where this where aliens There's some happen? sightings. There's some people who have yeah. seen some things. Yeah, but Cholo. Where's Ros- else, oh, Roswell's New Mexico? Roswell's New Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Don't confuse us with New Mexico. That's fist fighting. <laughs> you don't want to, we, New Mexico is the better version of Mexico. Oh, it's is the it? new one. <laughs> and it still looks like that. So is this bad the is old it? Australia, New Zealand argument? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. We, we, yeah it's we're, like, yeah. we're not them. We're, we're not, not them. them. We're bigger. We have similar features, but we're not them. Yeah, the uh, yeah, that's crazy because the guy went and testified for the first time ever in Congress that yes, in fact, money goes to housing, keeping this quiet. Oh my god! Yeah, and then nobody was like, nah, this is garbage." Like used to be, dudes like that would talk and get killed. I just think that there's so much out there coming at you that you don't know what's real, you don't know what's fake anymore. There's yeah. scandal after scandal. It's like, it's like, you know, they used to assassinate people yeah that used to be the thing now it's like no one bothers to do that anymore they just assassinate your character yeah they just go after your character and then you go after them and then and then it just becomes so much noise nobody knows what's real yeah. and what's not real it's anymore. the guy testifying works. kind of touched on that he oh yes yeah. i can't tell you that and, yeah and we reason they'll come after us yeah and they'll, they'll we, destroy exactly what I happened think... people disappeared yeah oh wow yeah i just remember uh that uh the roswell one of the guys uh, from roswell being on rogan yeah. And him, like, talking about how he saw the spaceship. Yeah. And how it, like, was running and was making no noise. Yeah. So it's, like, one of those things. was It was using, like, 100% energy. God, I want that so and And, and uh, they're so much more advanced than us. Do you and they're, want- they're so peaceful. Advanced, like, 
morally too. Like they don't yeah. fight each other. They don't solve their problems the way we do. Like yeah, savages. Yeah, with nunchucks. Wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like not. Us <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mention that. I'm a big nunchuck guy. <laughs> Alien comes up to you. Try that in your small town. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, are you like? Would you want to go on the ride? What's that? To space with them if they took you up? Like, oh, would, yeah. Would you take a probing for a ride in space? <laughs> I'd be disappointed if they didn't probe That's me, me too. Yeah, he yeah. won't go. He's not curious enough. Now? He wouldn't even take a little probe. He gets probed for cancer. What's the difference? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, that's what I'm saying. i got to see what size of probing they're going with. Can I check out the uh, instrument <laughs> So it's <first>? all about <laughs> that. See, I'd take it. I wouldn't care. They could I, do it um, the whole time if they wanted. It's a free I'd ride. Probably, you'd ha- probably have to be fastened in pretty good with the probing maybe to keep you so you don't fly out oh so no they far move a, around a, a now they've got to get you um <laughs> you think it's anesthesia, do? anesthesia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they've they've advanced so far but they still can't figure stability out with shoving something up inside yeah, you? we're yeah, so yeah, fragile yeah i would do it for in a heartbeat i would do that would yeah, you have dude. done the submersible to the titanic oh uh, no i'm not that much into it yeah no. it's too much uh it's too much risk yeah, you just gonna drop do, for two hours. Yeah. yeah, I don't care to see the Titanic that much. I think I've seen all I need to see in the movie. Uh, and yeah, the, the movie was great. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna beat that story. So I kind of, <laughs> <don't, laughs> I kind of don't get taking those kinds of risks. I'm, uh, I'm nervous on a flight. Yeah, you don't like risks. I don't like, uh, you know, I don't know why we stopped calling it turbulence. Now we're calling it rough air. Yeah, do you know? I don't know if you guys have flown and recently. We're gonna encounter Huh? Now, now yeah. the big thing is they've, turbulence has increased because of global warming. Oh, is that why? Whatever. And they just yeah. My flight today. to Vegas, they're like, we've got some rough air in between. So why it's, are they calling it rough air? And they not say that it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable because we're having rough air. They say turbulence for it's like turbulence. That's my marriage. Yeah, <laughs> my marriage is turbulence. This is rough air. I don't even want to compare the two. You don't know what turbulence is. We're going to be flying over the house I used to own. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a look. You're going to feel that. Uh, Mike Vecchione is uh, at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow. Please leave us with words of wisdom. Change the world as you see it. Give us something. Well, I'm I'm. Uh, Happy to be here. Thank you so oh, much sure. for having me on, first of all. Um, so thank you. And for the people out there, I have a, uh, a special on YouTube called The Attractives. So if you're not sure about – if you're on the fence about coming tonight, I'm yeah. at Comic Mike V. So check out some of my clips and make an informed decision. But watch some of the special uh, <laughs> not on YouTube. not a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> check them out. Give it a kick. <laughs> Try it a little bit. You basically uh, I just told the audience, "Hey, look, I, maybe you kick the go. tires. You know what? The if, tires if you're on still it. on the fence. Get, you go on the internet and check me I'm out." Coming first. from a wrestling background, yeah. I want to uh, prove that I have the goods. Okay, let me prove it, John. Let me prove it. <laughs> I'll prove it. Um, no, definitely come to. I promise a good time. I All promise right. a good time. I will not waste or your, your time. money back. Or um, see, no, never I'll, ever that kind of guarantee. Well, because if they if they say this wasn't worth it, then I promise I'll fight you in the parking lot. How about that? <laughs> All right, there, there, you go. there you go. How about a little? Yeah, how about a little East Coast your money right, back? There you see, go. This is what I'm talking I'm about. Not buying t- I'm just yeah. here for the fight. I promise you'll have a good time, or else. <laughs> yeah, I like that kind of. Pro- that's the approach I was looking for. Very cool, uh, Mike Vecchione. Thank you, man. Have thank you weekend. guys for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Stay out of the heat. It's a uh, 98 KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. See, I'm getting emails right now from people, and uh, <laughs> this is where I have to, like, yeah, I find it hysterical. Like, uh, the, like people who talk about global warming and, like, climate change and things like that always rely on the news they're getting 
It is currently raining in Mesa, and I've got about 10 emails that basically Jason Aldean, the weather report, said, it's raining in Mesa. Tell those global climate people if they can't get today, f- right, they shouldn't be talking about <laughs> 20 years from now. There's an argument to be made that if you can't predict the monsoon, you probably can't predict tomorrow or 20 years from now. So I'm just going to take my chances with everything being all right. Try that weather report in a small town. Ty. <laughs> Ty Brenneman, you ain't going to get away with your weather in my small town. I wouldn't town. travel to Mesa today, boy. Ian Schwartz, why don't you take your lifestyle to a weather report in my small town? Anyway. Uh, Adam Ray's going to join us in a little bit, too. He's going to be here for the squares. He likes to come in. We like Adam Adam. Hey, man. And he just texts me. He goes, a little late. There's an accident on my way. Hey, bro. I'll be there. Hope he's got to change of pants. Or I'll be all there. that rain in Mesa. Yeah, maybe it's all that rain spun people out. In the meantime, we'll do a little entertainment drill as we await Adam's arrival for those Guadalupe squares that get us going. By And we played the Smashing Pumpkins a second ago. Uh, there's a bald singer in that band. That's going to be celebrated tonight at Alapalicia Palooza. Happening at Stand Up Live, uh, their sister club, um, Copper Blues, right there, downtown Phoenix, if you want to head down there. 8.30 is the expected start time. Get there a little early. It's free. So, you know, if there's a lot of people showing up, and I think there are. I think I've got, you know, we're filling her up. It's my birthday party. You guys come down and have a birthday party with me. We're going to get drunk. We're going to have fun. Brady's going to be dressed like a woman. It's going to be amazing. That's true. Brett, you can dress like a woman, too, if you'd like. No, I'm good. Uh, it's happening tonight. We got, Everybody's doing it. And we've got Cha-Ching Chavez on tap. That's the better part. we get got a keg of that. And get there early because that'll go fast. All we got is a keg, maybe two, if they spun another one. If we get two of those, we'll still blow through those before the band takes the stage because we're going to be the ones drinking them. Uh, and that means that uh, you know proceeds for those sales are going to go towards the Humane Society. So now it's also a charity event on top of uh, being just an absolute. Aww, exactly. You're such a giving guy. Rubbing Phoenix's back like a concerned mom. Nice. You okay, honey? Have some beer. That's what a good mom will do. Like a Take a sip of your mom. beer. Take a sip of your beer and pet your puppy. Uh, it works out perfect. <laughs> the Casa Grande, <laughs> Casa Grande parenting tip. Here, sip your beer. It's for the puppies. Uh, it's tonight if you want to head over there. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Celebrating Brady today is the 20th anniversary of their Chandler Operation. Wow. That means they've got two stores that have been around for 20 years and another one that's, uh, what is that, uh, 18. This is not a fly-by-night operation. Tell me another dojo in some strip mall that's been hanging around for 20-plus years with multiple locations. No, it's because uh, React Defense's Tactical Black is a tried-and-true self-defense system that works. It has been tested. It is military-approved. It is... Uh, First responder, police, all these people live by it. It is amazing. And I talked to somebody the other day who was like, yeah, I get some training. I do Kudon uh, or something like that. I forgot the name of the thing he was doing. He's like, it's great. And I'm like, you should try it. I said, it's good that you've got that. Well, if I, if I need to defend myself, I'll just rely on that. I'm like, but the dude fighting you doesn't care about your rules and whatever you're doing. Well, yeah, you know, but I make mean, it take him. Like, what if he knows something, too? You have to know how to make sure it all goes. Most fights with a stranger end up on the ground. So if you're a stand-up fighter, you like boxing and things like that, you better make sure your punch lands because if it doesn't, you're going to be in some sort of weird scuffle. And a lot of people don't know. Maybe Mike Vecchione can teach you some wrestling moves. You might have some skills up your sleeve, but why not add to it? That's a good thing. Uh, And they've got all sorts of seminars coming up. The seminar for tonight is a a women's self-defense seminar uh, out in Chandler, and it's sold out. But, I mean, you see that, you will be blown away 
at how your confidence rises. Check everything they've got at reactdefense.com. Happy anniversary, Chandler and Michael out there. They're in Glendale as well. And also up in Phoenix, it's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Sources say. Is that right? How you doing, bro? Tina Fey is the leading candidate to replace Lorne Michaels as take oh, over the helm at Saturday Night Live. Come on in, kid. Come on, Adam. We don't have you for nothing. Hey, guys. Hey, bro. <laughs> How's it going, man? I read your text like this. <laughs> That's a pretty good Adam Ray. It's not a bad Adam Ray. The only other Adam Ray I've heard is um, uh, my half-brother, because uh, my mom... Uh, He's only in half. He's, I, I consider him my real brother now. Oh, but he's a full person. He's a full... <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm just curious. Yeah, no, he's... Half. Brad's the only half person I know. Um, <laughs> by the way, half person I feel like is almost nicer than dwarf. But Brad yeah. always says dwarf is what it is because dwarfism is what the condition is. Right. All right. Uh, so it's mental retardation, but we're not... Yeah. Uh, uh, can you say, I forget. Can you say... Can you drop the... Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. You caught yourself I right caught myself. Very wow. well nice. Dude, I am very... See, you can't smoke weed, kids. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so, um, half-brother, full, per- full person, full family. But um, my wife, uh, Amanda, shout out, does a great impression of me. She goes, she goes, here's anybody yawning ever. <sighs> yeah. Here's you yawning. <laughs> and she's not wrong. I don't know. I, when she called me out, I caught myself when I did it one time, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's aggressive." I, I does I your dad face. do it, or yeah. did your dad do it, or mom, or Brady? Can I talk to you for a second? I, I <laughs> very personal question before ten a.m. Does my you want to know how my dad yawns, yeah. dude? What's the matter? No, that's with where you? you get it from. Why sometimes? are your pants off? I think my dad. Because <laughs> I would, I sneeze like my dad. You sneeze like oh really? Yeah, actually, wow. I didn't realize wow. it. Okay. That's actually very funny. Now that I'm thinking about it, for sure, he is an aggressive right. yawner. Wow, dude. That's okay. sort of Willy Wonka. We're going to get into my this. theory now that no one ever taught you the noises you make during sex, so they're inherited. Yeah. So, oh, no. Right, yeah. Think about that. Uh, he hates now it. Now I'm going to think about it every time, I, <laughs> every time you go, oh, you wanted it in the face. That's your dad. <laughs> Your dad. Your dad's like, wow. Because how many times do you hear? Well, like, he is usually there coaching me. So. <laughs> He's the one pushing and pulling. <laughs> it's just the only thing we can bond over after he left. That's it. That's yeah. it. Well, your half brother has to have somebody help, and he doesn't he does. even work the bar. Yeah, no, he, he gets yeah. Both I started that's to wonder gross. as I'm going, uh, uh, if that's the same because nobody taught me how to do that. And that's it pretty normal. Happened. The noises you just made is pretty uh, standard. Uh, I think uh, you were to pull eight out of ten yeah, guys. Ow. You could have been educated a little bit by porn. Too. Nope, didn't watch porn uh, before I was, you know, when I was dying. Porn you came in later. The new moves, you know. We just did. Yeah, it's pretty much the same stuff, John. We just did a whole show. This <laughs> Doctor yeah. Phil here. We just did a yeah. whole show uh, dedicated to the noises men make yeah. when they finish. And you're right. There's a lot of like aggressive, you know, picked up on hereditary yeah. genetic, you know, uhs and uhs. Yeah. You know, I usually go with the standard. Oh, sorry. But, <laughs> but you know, that's just because Robin and I have been together so long that she usually has to use a toy by minute four. What was the one Brian Callen did? did I give do? you life. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, that's I, funny. I give you life. Yeah, White also, worms. Also White aggressive, worms. though. Very aggressive. Saying anything while you do it, I feel like, yeah. is not the move. I just like going thumbs up to her thumbs face. Thumbs up, yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. It's like I give her an emoji in real life. And the, just a smile. Don't underestimate the thumbs up. What about, I've given a double thumbs up once, and it was when Beyonce and Jay-Z were leaving the Staples Center, and I had about eight vodka sodas in me. <laughs> and I was like, I got to say something. My buddy goes, no, you don't. And I go, well, you have terrible advice. And so they get close to the exit, and I was like, I don't think I'd be on the same planet as Beyonce, let alone the same arena. And I was like, I got to say something. 
So I didn't really think it through. She gets close to the exit, and I go, "Bad day." <laughs> and she turned around, and I didn't have a follow-up move plan. So she turned around and looked at me, and I just went double thumbs up, and I go, "Hell yeah!" Oh, that's too good. Yeah. Queen B. I think deep down I was hoping I'd go Beyonce, and she yeah. turn around and go, "There you are." I've told this story a million times, but uh, Mark Brady used to be uh, the mascot for the Diamondbacks when they first started. No, you did. Yes, he did. Drew Haybata. Who's their mascot? Well, now it's a guy in a suit. It by used a to just be him. Right. Wow, um, shots fired. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah. Documentary. He's still I'd better about Brady this, yeah. versus the old mascot. We'll work <laughs> yeah. on the title, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think I like what you've done. <laughs> the, uh, but so, I, and he also was a Stanislavski mascot. He would he, in character. I worked with him before. <laughs> before. <laughs> The, the listeners can't see. I just gave Brady yeah. a very hearty pre ten a.m. fist bump. <laughs> before, yeah, it was because you guys have been talking about family so much. You're tight. <laughs> the uh, um, but before uh, we worked here, we worked together at another place. But he was in sales, and I was on the air. And I told my dad opening day of Diamondbacks baseball, <laughs> opening day of the entire franchise, 1998. I see Brady going by. He's a salesman at the radio station I work at, and also now the mascot of the team. And it's just. Hearty, happy Brady in it's a right Diamondbacks uniform. It's the 25th anniversary of this. So, yeah, we're, we're 25 years later. So uh, I, I tell my dad, I'm like, oh, I work with that guy. And he goes, no kidding. And we walk over and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And Brady looks me dead in the eyes. <laughs> hey, fan, thanks for coming. Shakes my hand and leaves. <laughs> and my dad actually learns. He goes, you don't know that guy. <laughs> I'm like, that's the, oh, oh, I know him. my God. And so for years, I'm like, what a dick. You don't know so, that guy. Years go by, and Brady's still using his mascot cachet around the stadium, right? So we're after a game for the Diamondbacks. And this was the 2002. So they had just won the World Series. Yeah. Uh, we're down there with Bob Brindley, the manager. Grace is on the Brindley, team. Randy right. Johnson. Oh, my Luis God. Luis Gonzalez. You know, all the, good, all the great players in Diamondbacks history. Walk by, and I'm a Cub fan through and through, deep down heavy. <laughs> there's Mark Grace. Naked. Totally nude. Now, when you meet somebody that has like a hero for years, and uh, it's like he says to me, he's standing there nude, and he walks by, and he goes, how's it going, boys? And my response, very cool, is, no problem. (laughs) I go crazy. I shouted it at him. How you doing? No problem. (laughs) From me to you, I said it as loud as that. It's fine that you're naked. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, that's your mark, dick. (laughs) That's your Mark yeah. Dick. That's your Mark nice Dick. Nice to meet you, Grace Mark. <laughs> he, he should do a book on Clubhouse Dick. He's running oh, through it so oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've, definitely, my, uh, I've got a couple of stories about Clubhouse Dick. Oh, I went into the Sonics uh, locker room, uh, RIP, what was it, 90, 98? And I um, was job shadowing for high school a guy who was a uh, uh, sports reporter for King 5 um, for the NBC affiliate. And so he a lot of color go. in this story so far. A yeah. lot of unnecessary color. <laughs> I like to paint the picture. K329XY. Yeah, it actually, Kong became their sister station, right. which I think was started by Dennis Bounds and Gene Anderson. Nice. Yeah. Good guys. Uh, good guys. Yeah. Tacoma Translator, KX1. Real quick tangent, uh, Seattle News uh, uh, story. Steve Poole is our weatherman and the first famous guy I met. And I met him at the Seattle Aquarium and on, on a field trip in fourth grade. And young fat Adam, solid B cup, Pop-Tarts in hand, Gushers in pocket. And this Steve Poole guy, who was famous, the first guy I'd seen on TV that I'd seen live. And I was like, get the F out of here. And I walk up as a kid, and I was like, Mr. Steve Poole? I talk like a little kid from the projects. I was like, Mr. Steve Poole? And he was like, "Uh, what's up, kid? And I go, whoa, nice to meet you, sir. And he takes out a headshot, signed a headshot that he had on him, and gave it to me. That's Carried his own headshot. This guy looked like Lando Calrissian, by the way. Weatherman. If you need some picture. uh, He was Billy D. Williams. He was. How you doing, little pirate? 
So I go into the Sonics uh, a locker room because uh, uh, shadowing, he was like, you can come to the game, watch me do the uh, pregame, and then you can stay for the game. I'm going to go back to the studio get and start you know, cutting tape for the 11 o'clock. So I watch the game, and then he comes back to get me from the press box. We win. It was We just traded Sean Kemp for Vin Baker. It was like oh. third game of the season. We won by one. Everyone's like, Vin Baker's our savior. And uh, and we go down to the locker room, and I walk in. He's like, come in the locker room with me. And like you said, like everyone's naked. Yeah, and I, uh, I remember because, you know, it's tough to to get in those situations and not want to check it out. Sure. And so I look down, I see Jim McElvain, who we had just signed to like a four-year, $95 million contract, which is why Sean Kemp left. Right. Awesome. And I look down, and McElvain had the tiniest wiener I've ever really? seen. And then Nate McMillan, hog. Yeah, he's an anteater. Yeah, he's an anteater. Um, and he had no problem walking around. Look at that guy. He does look like Lando. Here's a headshot, kid. He's Greg Morris and Lando Calrissian combined. He's the guy. He's the, actually, he's the Greg Morris's dad from uh, the original hey, Mission Impossible. Hey. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I do love, though, like seeing this guy be an, uh, an analyst, I was like, dude, he's got, like he was talking about things where I was like, oh, I could say that. I think that. I truly think some of these basketball analysts like know as much as we do they just get access to the places and that's why we put them up on these pedestals and then they wrap their reports together in these like sweet little bows and send it back to the studio before you can really question the validity of what they're talking about it'll be like yo i was on the court talking to lebron i was on the bus talking to luca and we're like they were there they got the real scoop i was in the team showers talking to jimmy butler (laughs) and i looked down and saw their big black winners pointing in one direction towards a championship back to you in the studio kev and you're like wow these guys know everything (laughs) embedded yeah yeah. I have, uh, yeah, I saw Sam Cassell's penis. Pretty good. When, uh, oh. Propeller. It turned into a ceiling fan. He was mad at the team. Great memoir title. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Sam Cassell's penis. Because that's also one of those names where you're like. Well, that's an what? album name. It is. Yeah, that's that's the name of the band we invented yesterday. Sam album. Cassell, not, uh, not graced with the best no. stuff above the neck, but no. made up for it on the court. And down below. Wow. Uh, this thing, but he was mad at the team, and the press was in there, and I just heard the door swing open, and he goes, I don't care who sees it. Nobody's got any heart on this team but me. I'm the only one with heart around here. And I'll stand here with my junk flopping around. I don't care who sees it. Wow. And I'm and everybody turned, and I had my, your mic in front of somebody's face. Robert Ory's there. And he, as he's yelling, it's spinning in full 360-degree <laughs> spins. Not like he's doing the thing like we'd have to do to get it going. It was like spit. Was it spinning like a wheel of selections? And I then it ended on me, Holmberg, <laughs> yeah, touch yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like, bankrupt. It. Yeah. Bankrupt. <laughs> it, it lifted his feet off the ground. That's was, how fast wow. it was spinning. I think it was just a, I think he was just so mad his dick knew we got to cool him down and yeah. it just turned into a fan <laughs> well it's like that episode of curb your enthusiasm where um uh larry and richard lewis are checking out mugsy bogues oh yeah home, remember it's like a weird a fasc- uh, right. fascination that white dudes have yeah you gotta look anyway i got called down to the atlanta hawks when they were or the Suns were playing them and i had a guy i went to uh college with yeah and he's playing on the hawks he says come down the locker room after the game Horrible. go down there it was dominique mookie wow S- snoop graham was my buddy yes. he was over there but uh that's the only uh you never Other than it. that, then you see the, you know the most of the baseball dongs, all that. But <laughs> right. Never the stories that you have, like you know, holding this the mic. Nine twenty-five. <laughs> it's one hundred and forty degrees outside. Welcome to Dong Talk. <laughs> Wait, are you going to be there Sunday? I'm throwing out the first pitch. Oh yeah, no baseball oh, bummer. All right. <laughs> He, can go, he wants to go down and look at some dicks. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was, well, yeah, I mean, if, that's I mean, if you still have access, yeah, I'd yeah, love yeah. to go down there. And- How is that? Uh, I feel like I've been to that stadium once, and yeah. I feel like it was fine. Yeah. The pool was like the big thing you guys added, right? It's the dumb. The pool's dumb. Who goes to the pool? Uh, it's a big sell. Like it's a it group, is. Yeah, people grab hold of that. It's so hot, it. I it's guess. An, it's a unique environment. It's not hot it's in there. So, it's 75 And it's weird inside. there because it removes you from you, the game. You can't the pool, hear yeah, anything. The audio is uh, it's weird. 
It's, it's, if they it had TVs weird. all around, uh, here's the thing, though. Yeah, you can't make the pool a part of the outfield to where, like, a ball could land. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it lands they in the go pool in all, all the time. time. Oh, you're asking for it then. Yeah. Has someone gotten pelted? Oh, by- people have been hit? Sure. Like, there's plenty of, plenty of baseballs flown in there. No, uh, oh. blood, no blood in the water, though. Well, That's that we know about. They yeah. might have just scooped them out yeah. and just moved on. Or just, yeah, cut away real yeah. quick. They ah. hit the drain right real back. quick. It's a hell of a bomb there by Gonzalez. Uh, we're going to clean up the blood and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Now your commentators are chill, right? They're uh, they're n word free, like they don't. So uh, far, yeah, so far, they don't give off the energy of guys that would. Uh, no, we, we had a the A's broadcaster looked like Gracie got well. Brenneman used to well, be. Well, he got here. the do rag yeah. problem Brenneman with uh, Stroman, and yeah. Brenly said the thing about Marcus Stroman. He goes, "You think Tom Seaver would ever a do rag like that?" And then somehow or another, that was racism. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Oakland A's guy really just—I mean, he, he blew it. He couldn't get away with he that also, look. He no. couldn't fix it. And That's he looked he like he was like he looked at he had no uh, remorse about it. He's right. like his face didn't do like a oops or try to stop him. His lips didn't quiver. He just said it, it was right. like, and I got another one locked in the chamber for commercial break. <laughs> Even Papa John was like, this guy messed up. You should have had some cheesy bread on hand to distract him. <laughs> well, there's your entertainment drill, everybody. Yes. It's brought to you by Fred's Reactive. Right. Do you have anything good in there? Uh. Kylie Jenner admit that she had uh, breast implants at 19. Shocker. What? Is the sky still blue? But she says uh, if her daughter says, wants to get him, she's saying no. Well, her daughter's four, so it's probably yeah. good parenting. She's saying no right now on that because right, yeah. she's asked already. It's really bad. You know, I, I, She said when you turn six, you can get the cans. Uh, uh, somebody made that argument to me the other day. It said, you know, they want to put these uh, puberty blockers in these kids and do all these uh, transitional uh, surgeries. If your daughter wanted big cans when she was 12, would you let her? What? Jeez, that's kind of a, a decent argument to say. Would you put your kid that well, I need, she identifies as somebody with bigger cans or she wants to feel better about herself? Yeah. Would you do it? But when they say, I want to be a different sex, you can do it at 12. I think, yeah, that guy made kind of a good point. Man, I don't know. If my, my nieces at 13 wanted fake boobs, I'd, 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 I'd pay for them. I'd be, pretty, <laughs> no, I'd, be pretty, I'd be pretty upset. I'd be pretty upset. That she's related. What's that? That she's related. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, why put them in a relative? <laughs> Right? <laughs> I did. They, I, you know, here's the thing. It's like I told them the other day because they were, um, you know, real bashful about telling me about, you know, getting their periods and whatnot. And I was like, girls, all good. And, you know, they, they told me and because they were being a little, uh, a little um, C wordy. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, all good. And then one of them very, you know, politely explained, like, I'm going through some stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on. And she's like, how do you know? I was like, I'm, you know, I'm 41. And she's like, I thought you were 60. I was like, well, I'm going to drop you off right here. And then uh, <laughs> it's and it was so far Get from out. school. Yeah. yeah. No, but but I was like. Leave uh, a blood trail. We'll find yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, I'm doing, because they always ask, like, how much money do you make? I'm like, I can afford. I was like, I'm not at, like, go to visit the Titanic level, you know. Right. But thank God, by the right. way. You know, Lucky I don't, you. you got that much money. You got that much Because you would have done it. I don't. Th- I mean, look. That's money can't buy happiness. It can buy craziness. Those yeah. guys had so much downtime that they were like, "Should we go to the moon? No, that's gay. What about the Titanic? Do you have a ship? No, but I can make make one out of wheat thins and dildos." And Give me like, a year. Let's go. Ten a.m. Friday. Cut to Kablooey, you know, and um, which is a real bummer. But like the movie wasn't good enough for you. That's mm-hmm. my. It's like, what do you? I don't know. You can't even. See, there's not no. even a good view of it. Yeah. It's like when you no. go to the Grand Canyon, man. There's so many different avenues and perspectives to get a full on landscape, planet Earth. You know, look see, at the I canyon. still think it was. I, uh, we won't ever know. But my theory is that that those guys, it's all um, fake, and they are they four billionaires paid to disappear. Whoa! Yeah, I, 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 there's Hot no take. possible way. <laughs> billionaires don't fly Spirit Airlines. Yeah, that's my that's my rule. That's Brady. You whispered that's, it's more real. We'll be right back. We have to go to break. <laughs> By the way, that's how up. Brady ejaculates. Yeah. <laughs>
That's how his dad used to do it. He just whispers conspiracy oh. in the ear of the pillow, and the girl's like, are you still awake? And he's like, oh, I thought we were doing it. No, that's a cushion. Yeah, because nobody with that much money flies Spirit Airlines. Wow. And that's submersible with Spirit Airlines. They'd have just called James Cameron and, and gotten on his boat. You, so, he okay, was yelling. So you're calling into question. Yeah, Cameron yeah. was mad. You know, what are you doing? First, he was more mad they hadn't seen True Lies. But then he was like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, they what? show it on the I way mean, down. One of them said, they show it on the way down. They turned it off. They're like, we'd rather be in complete black abyss. Blow it up. <laughs> Blow it up. Yeah, now here's the other thing. One of the billionaires in there was named Patel. Another billionaire's not going to sit in a small space... With a billionaire from no. a place that eats too much curry. Wow. You don't have to do that. Wow. Funny and also accurate. Would you go to the Titanic? Would you go on any two-hour ride with a New York cab driver? Oh, my God. For the conversation alone, possibly. <laughs> All right, maybe. Yeah. All right, you got me I there. You've not seen Taxi yeah. Cab Confessionals. That is true. These it's guys have right. a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, no, you're I, right. I think it's a disappearing act. I think either they got disappeared, like that you guys have to disappear as human beings. Or so they're like, made him disappear. Now, yeah, what about all the little... Between the Drakkar and the Curry, it's going to just... <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to handle. Rough boat. What about all the little signs and signals they got? That must have been, you know, uh, terrifying for the families when they were like, you know, they're like, we heard a... like was Brady finishing. It was Brady finishing or a whale <laughs> queefing, yeah. But either way, it was not them screaming. Uh, but that, yeah, I don't know. So I've got enough money to, like, get them tampons at Target and not go to the Titanic. <laughs> That's my point. That was my point. Wow. Did you yeah. bring it back? Always bring I'm it back. I'm impressed. That I will not good. miss a chance Full to circle, Adam Ray pulling it If you together. do want to talk entertainment news, um, I'm in the Barbie movie. I know, but. But, but chopped. You got, all of you got cut out. Four Three minutes. the fart scene? I forgot no, about man, that. No, man, it was a four-minute scene chopped down to two lines in a montage. And you know what? Hollywood. But also, bummer, man. Yeah. I mean, my mom, my sweet wife, uh, some homies, you know, try, you know, you're in the number one movie. I'm like, doesn't matter. Anybody could have said those two lines. What but were your lines? Do you remember them? Well, the ones that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember all the lines. It was a long-ass scene where it was just, you know, back and forth and st- just getting all their information. Just learning. It was a very, yeah. like, us being the eyes of the audience about Gosling and, and yeah. Margot. And really, like, like the way that there was that teacher. Um, or no, remember the way that like, Gosling was at the school? I don't know if you've seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. He's running around. There's like a woman at the school and he's like, he's just, you know, it's basically them being ridiculous now. And people seeing some people be like, oh, okay, okay, man, you know, that type of thing. So we're kind of yeah. sizing them up and it was just a lot of back and forth and it got really silly. And then and um, they, chopped, they chopped it all down. But that's that's happened before. It happened Because you were sending me pictures of you with uh, Gosling, yeah. Margot Robbie. Well, and once like, the sound engineer, God bless him, was uh, messaging me on IG because uh, I'd done some ADR. And he was like, man, this, this scene is so funny, blah, blah, They actually cut it into two scenes, so it's even a little longer and blah, blah, blah. So that gave me hope to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to post about this because it sounds like there's sure. enough of me in there that it's worth it. But otherwise, I would not have Now you're just an extra. It. Now I'm just a douche <laughs> yeah. who was like, look at this one line. Hey, I was the waiter that was like, water, sir? <laughs> That's my arm. That's my That's arm. My arm. Oh, you missed it. Rewind. That's my there it arm. is. <laughs> I did do that when I the first thing I was ever in was Ten Things I Hate About You, the yeah. movie with uh, Heath Ledger and right. jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and uh, they shot it in Seattle. And I auditioned for my friend's uh, mom was an agent. She goes, "You want to audition for this movie?" I was like, "Heck yeah!" So I went in, and the line was "Fight." And I didn't get it. And, uh, and, so, and so that was the start You're of the feminine. So I've been, feminine. Well, no, they got like a Chris Farley looking dude to do oh, it. Oh, okay. It was like at a big high school party. And, and there he is right there. Yeah, you yep. would have crushed it. <laughs> he right? was great. Uh, I had fun. Yeah, let's hear your take. Fight! Damn it, that's really good. All right, Is it? yeah. Is it? I really wouldn't cast either of you. Conspiracy, you knew the director. And so I went back and they gave me an extra job. 
And so I was like in the prom scene. And so I kept watching the video village of the director shot every time to see where I was to be like, if we do it again, I'm going to like find the camera. Yeah. Just so I could go to the film with my buddies at Albertsons that I bag groceries <laughs> with and point and be like, there I am. And they partnered you up with somebody. It was like three days, 16 hour days of like dancing and save Ferris was the band and you're supposed to just stay with your person and dance. And I kept breaking away from the girl I was dancing with. And she was like, what are you doing? We're like supposed to be dancing there. I was a bitch. The camera's right you're there. Like, the I don't know what I'm your career looks that. like, but yeah. mine starts with 10 things I hate about you. And so I was on screen like nine times in three minutes, uh, but couldn't, couldn't make that happen. Barbie. Is this the scene? Oh my God. You found it. There's I don't know. I don't know if this is oh the scene. Oh my God. From yes. 10 things I wait, hate wait, about you. Where's the camera? Wait, wait. When the camera pans back. Oh my God. Where's the kid with wait, gushers wait, in his pocket? Keep it up. Wait. So you're going to see, you're going to cut. They're going to cut to a wide shot, and the guy's fist pumping in a corner, and that's me. Okay. I'll tell you when to stop it. Right. It's going to be probably in about eight seconds from here. I'll tell you to pause. Fair you're, you're ready. I'll tell you when to pause. We're not jerking off to it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody playing a fist, but that's a there's, girl. No, no. There's a, so there's me dancing way down the end, but wait. They're going to cut to a wide shot in about five seconds. On the right? You're going to see a wide shot. I'm going to be in the deep right corner. Okay. So keep your eyes in the deep right Adam corner. Ray. The guy fist bumping. His debut in film 20 it's years after ago. All the Covering the Niklo song, Cruel to be Cut. After they cut oh, it. Cut, oh, it cut. What are you doing? Oh, no, it's not me. It's them. It, it didn't cut. It's YouTube. Wait, what? Because it's still playing. YouTube froze it before oh, you. No. <laughs> oh, dude. No. This no, is a sick song. Adam. You I got, gotta be honest, this is worse yeah. than getting cut out of Barbie. You got cut. I can't even describe the low I'm feeling right now. I'm not gonna cry because I love you guys. And I don't want you to see that. Oh, that's enough. Yeah, I legit. I'll see if I can find another oh, one. No, don't do it. That's perfect. Oh, we gotta go to a break. God. Couldn't be better. I legit. He was gonna, so happy oh. trying to go. Wait, it's almost me. Hey, here we go, bro. Well, there's Where nothing. Wait, here's another. Wait, okay. click on the top How many? One. Click on the top one. When are we just gonna break no, to, no. to when, home movies? So, so in this scene, Andrew Keegan gets punched, and then they did an overhead bird shot, and they go, "Everyone, be close around him, and then break away." So everyone breaks away, and then I walked back in and did a 360 just so I could like see myself. Please, Rick Astley, show up any second. <laughs> so, watch this punch. so watch. Oh, okay. Now somebody punches him. Watch. That's for this, and that's for this. Whoa. That's for my dad's. No, geez. Now they're swearing and stuff. All right. Oh, hold on. That's all right. No, no, that's all right. She punched him okay. twice. Okay, now she watch. knees him in the nuts. And that's. I'm for looking for the high school kid with the five o'clock shadow. Okay, now watch. Now everybody. Now everyone. The overhead bird shot. Everyone leaves. Away. One guy please, leaves, please but walks away. back in. Watch. Cut away, please cut away, please cut away, please cut away. Oh, you're all leaving. Watch, Everyone's here we go. leaving. Here we go. Cut to the overhead shot. There's a black guy that went the other direction. Overhead That's shot. Not you. Give it to me. <laughs> there right it is. there, right there in the right. Okay. See where, 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 where? Right, right, right there. That's, That's you. Now click again. Watch. See, I just linger and loiter. Watch. Right there. Yeah, see, watch. <laughs> look, look. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, no. <laughs> Yeah. Not you. yeah, that, that, was, me. that was me. That was I me. That was me. I don't know. I don't know. You. I don't that was me. You. Pull up another scene. I'm... <laughs> wow. Adam Ray's sort of in movies. I, that I'm didn't gonna... confirm anything. <laughs> you got that paid. did nothing. Oh, we'll pull it back. If I'll be honest. If it cut off before oh, that shot, that was so great. I would have punched Looney Tune style through that window <laughs> <laughs> and face Adam planted Ray, on, the, yeah. on the parking lot. Okay. Well, oh. I don't even want to do the squares anymore. I just want to do Adam Ray's almost in movies moments. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah, it oh, froze funny. right when it's supposed to go and started uh, running an right ad. Here, right here, right uh. here. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you? Only the audio is oh, working. Oh, my God. That was phenomenal. And that's kind of what happened in Barbie. Yeah, totally. But still go sit. But, hey, getting. I'll say this. Getting to... To, to Margot Robbie and Gosling were so cool. And chatting with, I chatted with Gosling for about 15 minutes in between takes. And the guy was, I get now why, why, when I told my mom, like I was, you know, gonna be acting with him, she was like, oh, I just, you know, and she started licking her hands and put, and putting them in her, you know. And what? so I was just like, oh, she got real excited. Yeah. Oh, dude, women fawn over this guy and I get it is my point. Well, yeah, yeah, but your mother, your mother. mother oh, she's a big Gosling, uh, I've Gosling. I've met your girl. mother. This is horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And her top was on. Not but shaking she, her no, hands yeah, ever but, again. Well, then I wouldn't recognize yeah, yeah. <laughs> So she, he goes, uh, she goes, well, you got to, you know, chum him up and see if he'll do the podcast. We're talking uh, in between. He's like, so here you do comedy? I was like, yeah, I've been doing it like 16 years. And everything I said, he was so generous with his back and forth. It was like mind blowing to him. He was like a real present. I don't even think he blinked the whole time we talked. Yeah. And he was just like almost to a condescending point where he was like, oh, 16 years. Dude, that's really committing to the craft. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, do you get to, he's like, do they feed you at the show? I was like, sometimes you get salads and chicken fingers. He's like, dude, I love chicken fingers. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I don't eat them, but I know, you know, well, that's why I get this body, you know, and then he was like, "Do you get to travel to cool places?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I've I've been to you know Australia, Japan. I'm going to Phoenix coming." He's like, "Say hi to Brady. Ask him, if he's, still, you know, ask him if he's still the mascot in the diamond." Uh, he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah, the king of the comeback. He brings it around. That is a callback, everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's the best at it. Uh, Adam's going to be tonight. At Stand Up Live. You want to do the squares real fast with Let's us? Let's do it. It's tonight, be so tomorrow, fast. and Sunday, yeah. That's right. And tonight, you're going to try to get off stage to do your silly show. Well, Come get off. And play yeah, with us. Yeah, you're going to get off on stage <laughs> and make those dad noises. Uh, uh, <laughs> what uh, time should I pop over? Uh, well, we're starting about 8.30, probably closer to 9. And then we're figuring somewhere about... i say first show 7, I think. You'll be done at... What eight thirty? And then you'll be done at eight thirty. Well, hour and a half show, and then um, you know, pop over to the table, babies have about twenty fingers, <laughs> yeah. and then so nine, I could probably pop over. Oh, yeah, we'll be getting going about that. Wow, yeah. So I'll let you find your groove. And yeah, then. yeah. Give me a couple minutes. How about this? Uh, second show starts at nine forty-five. It'll probably start ten, so maybe like around nine forty-five. You, you, you don't go on until. I don't go. I won't probably go until ten thirty. Realistically, we got tons of time. To okay, play. great. Yeah, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll get you up there. To Can't wait. All right, tonight, uh, Alopecia Palooza and the Adam Ray Show. My God, it's the same I venue. It's wait. a fantastic thing. The Guadalupe Squares are coming up. If you want to play, Adam Ray's joining us for those as well. We need a girl. We need a boy. We'll play those next. It's ninety eight. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right, off we go. It is uh, Adam Ray is here. He's at uh, Stand Up Live this weekend, uh, all weekend long, if you want to head on down there. Alopecia Palooza happening right across the hall from him. And uh, then he's going to join us for the Adam Ray squares today. That makes it better. Are you, yeah. you going to dress up like Dr. Phil afterwards and then join them? Because that would be kind of Do the brilliant. Dr. Phil bald song. Wow. I thought I was already dressed as Dr. Phil. I came in, <laughs> in full prosthetic and you're like, is this a retired cop from he's been Dennis better. Franz's uh, <laughs> younger brother? Franz or Franz? Uh, I go with Franz. Is it Yanni or Laurel? Uh, Laurel. Okay. <laughs> Well, give look at you. Give him a little yes, dance. Huh? Give him a little... Who what? NYPD Blues. Oh, I used to do a thing called uh, NYPD Blues Clues 20 years ago when that show was on the air. Oh, my. Dennis France going, I didn't remember how to do it, but it was basically like, all right, Perp, you're on the line. What do you got there? And I ask him a question. He's like, all right, uh, hold on a second, because uh, ABC makes me do this every once in a while. Take a look at my ass. 
Because they always showed his ass in the show. Look at that. My naked ass is on TV. What do you think of that there, perp? Oh, Don't make me strangle you over the phone because I'll do it. I don't know what he was doing. Like, it's a New York, Chicago <laughs> style is, accent wait, from blues, NYPD Blues. Hey, wait, and so the Blues Clues, how would that tie? I would just give him clues to yeah, stuff yeah, like a, a to, to help solve a crime, but it was really basically like, a, like it was Scooby-Doo or something. Yeah, like kid yeah. crimes. Yeah. 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 By the way, thanks to Mo. It's Look, Adam, it's Mo. Uh, she's <laughs> oh, I love you, And I almost punched her, she said. I know. Well, I put my right arm out feel that way. to put her around her neg to uh, to give her a hug. Yeah, to kill her. I choke old hug, you know? Yeah. She's like, I thought you were going to punch me. I was like, God, do I have a punch yeah. woman face? Yeah. Well, I thought I had a punchable face, and I was like, I guess that's where we're Perfect at now. So. Mo, Mo, uh, Mo brought me a pinata for my birthday. Very sweet. Because I always make fun that uh, there's two things Mexican people always do and act like it's a present, and we as whites are guilty yep. in acting like it is a present, which yep. is tamales, which yep. is just a poor person's way of Calm saying down. I can't afford to get you anything good. Wow. Tamales yeah, they were sold horrible. out of Mike and Ike's. Here you yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> and then they fill uh, these uh, you know fourth grade projects with Snickers for three bucks and act like they've done something. It's wow. I made that personally. She, she yeah. made it though. Wait, can I are we gonna it. hang I it and, uh, and, and oh, we're gonna beat the crap out of that awesome. thing in a second. And what? then the pinata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah, you could come up as Dr. Phil while I'm doing Sinead O'Connor and talk about her life. Try to ask her questions. Wow, awesome. Sinead, it's good to have you back so soon, you know. It's been seven hours. Okay, that's that's enough. Yeah. No, it's good to see you. I'm you glad know, you're dead. Do you know Seal? <laughs> <laughs> He's there tonight too. Because Seal, no, you know, that's yeah. a guy I respect because he uh, was beat up by a Wolverine uh, or ran into a mini fridge. However, he got that scar. But Heidi Klum still allows him to finish in or around her. That's confidence. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's get right to it. Right. It's your Guadalupe uh, Squares, everybody. Mo host. Oh, thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, we got Joe Biden. Multiple Biden. Watch your step. That's yeah, my dog. It's all over. Doug. Ah, come on, Commander. Come on. <laughs> Doug's biting everybody. Just look at him. Okay, it's Adam Ray. We got Adam Ray. Don't get Commander Adam. Don't roll over. Adam. Damn it, Joe. Roll over. Put that thing on a leash. Yeah, Dr. Jill. It killed again. It killed again. Yeah, yeah. Why do you have this dog? Ah, Kamala. No, I'm not Kamala. Gotta keep her <laughs> away. She, she keeps trying to get in. I gotta get a guard dog to keep the blacks out. That's the generation what? I'm from. Oh, ah, no. She got in the White House. Got Mufasa Harris running all over no, this place. That's not her yeah. name. Ah, I can't pronounce it. I know. Unpronounceable diversity. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Freddie. Hey, happy birthday. I know Freddie is a mascot. Back. That's serious stuff right there. Meet my dog. Commander, oh, no. wait a minute. Oh, my God. Look nuts. Don't let it get into the pinata. Mo, you know about this. We got aliens. Oh, well, yeah. Like your family. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> They're legal. <laughs> they got their cards. We're Which good. Like, uh, we're done. Right okay. Yeah, right here, right here. All right. Okay, let's move on. It's McConnell's dying. <laughs> oh, God. Right in the top middle square. We've got Dr. Phil in studio to talk about her feelings. Well, happy belated birthday, America. But happy real birthday to Anita Hill. Uh, not to be confused with Betty Crocker or Sarah Lee, Mary F. Kill. But I do think that my favorite cookie is probably oatmeal. If somebody gives you a chocolate chip cookie, you know they want something from you. 
Like my son, when he was five, gave a cookie to a girl, uh, and, and I was like, "Well, you know, the next uh, the next step is anal." If she <laughs> says the cookie was baked well, which she did, because I made it. But my wife Robin and I, shout out, have been married I think for years, and she's a sweetheart. We mix it up, we keep it fresh. We go to Bed Bath and Beyond and play a game called "Will That Fit," and um, and usually it does. <laughs> I'm happy to be here again. Happy belated birthday to America, and happy real birthday uh, to uh, to uh, to George Hill, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Indiana Pacers uh, power forward. <laughs> it is his birthday. It well. is too. Yeah, <laughs> I get my heels mixed up. I think you need yeah. an Emmer brother. For sure, they have to be. It's 2023. We'll be right back. <laughs> right in the top middle square, we've got Tony Danza in studio. Wow, this is a real treat. You know, I haven't been in Phoenix since I played in some celebrity softball tournament. I was on a bunch of pills, but I think I was a third base coach or an outfielder. I was, I don't know, I was drinking a, a, a Michelob Ultra. What, what's that beer that's got the fentanyl in it? I don't know. But so, man, and it's hot out here, huh? It's like 140 degrees, you know. But, you know, even, not even Angela can survive out here. You know, Angela, funny story on season two, who's the boss? Angela uh, she, uh, she, she, uh, what is she? She fell in the shower and she told everybody I pushed her. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that was a fun show. Happy to be here. Oh All right. There's so, <laughs> All right. In the middle left square, there's a lot of birthdays in this one because it's the expendable square. We got Jason Statham, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the Stallone. Hey, yo, you know, there's only one birthday that matters in this square. You know, it's like my brother Frank. He's singing, That's you know, true. Singing Frank Christmas? Paper. That's not true. The only birthday that really matters in this one is mine. It's the only one that matters, the expendable square. If you're going to get me cupcakes, don't give it to the other guys. They're for me. Oh, oh I was going to get you cupcakes, Arnold. They're cage here. But, uh, uh, I, <laughs> what are you doing I here? I made you cuss. I'm a fan. And I made you cupcakes, but I ate them in 60 seconds. Oh. <laughs> it thinks he drives fast. He can't drive fast. You don't know what you're doing. Gone in 60 seconds. I'll be gone in 30 seconds. Give me those cupcakes. Why isn't it cage here? Daddy, I ate a cupcake. No. Who's that? It's my son Commander's. I had it with the maid. Oh. <laughs> he always follows me around. Hello, Commander's. You're not an expendable eater. Maid sex is my favorite category on X videos. Oh. <laughs> hey, old Frank, I'm sorry about all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no problem, Rock. Yeah, we don't let Frank actually in the room. Frank kept being with the celebrities. He gets weird. <laughs> Everybody, hi, I'm Brady Hobogan, and that basically means I'm the dick in 2023 that wanders up to your front door and rings the bell, even though I haven't texted first. I'm like a hobo. I just show up at your house and ask for food. If the door's open, I'm coming in, because that's called being What they've turned it into is breaking and entering, but it used to be called neighborly behavior. I'm the only idiot in Arizona with a screen door in my front of my house. That's true, Adam. I put on a screen because when people walk by, I'm like, new friend, come in. And I chase them down and drag them in and make them eat barbecue. Happy sauce, everybody. Get a little look at that. I'm Brady Hobogan.
You see me with my stick in my sack walking to your house today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. In the middle right square, fresh off of Oppenheimer, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it's so good to be here. It's so good to uh, just finally be back outdoors. You know, I've been inside uh, COVID. It really uh, was quite the thing. It wasn't real. But I did go to Costco and get the Kirkland brand vaccine. So I'm feeling pretty. Uh, that was a little mini stroke. But speaking of different strokes, I feel very excited to be here and playing this game. Uh, Brady Hogan actually showed up at my house last night uh, with a personal pan pizza from Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza, shout out. It was I delicious. Said, it was delicious. He ate the whole thing in front of me and then uh, whacked off. So I think that there's something to be said about, um, well, first of all, uh, Iron Man, we're filming uh, 7, 8, 9 next week, and we're filming Heart and Souls 2 through 10. Uh, and I'm also directing uh, Two Girls, One Cup 2. So a lot is going on for me. There's no real strike happening in the Downey Jr. house. I also have to feed my llamas, pet my squirrels. That's a euphemism for my wife's vagina. Thanks for having me here. We have a clip from your movie if you'd like to. Yes, I'd like to play it. Oh, who ate my cupcakes? <laughs> well, he's not in it. Oh, no, Cage, we added him in. in oh, did yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was going to be, he, he tests well. It must be a deleted scene. All right, in the bottom left square, we got Brady's Secret Square. Give us a All hand. Right. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. I would have been 94 years old today. I was married to the 35th president of the United States. Uh, One time I picked up his hood or part of his head <laughs> off the trunk of the car. Oh, oh, which one is it, head or hood? Okay. And uh, I'm the one with brain damage. <laughs> it was a traumatic experience. Well, it sure sounds but, like it, and I'd love to hear more about it, but we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to bring up a hermaphrodite juggler. <laughs> Wait, is it head or hood? I picked up the head off the trunk of the car. Perfect. Perfect. Pizza. Oh, Nobody's going to get that yeah, one. No one got that. It's a lovely yeah, dress that day. It's a lovely dress. Head or hood is also a game show my rabbi hosts after, uh, <laughs> you know, after Briss's. You got it. We'll be right back. We'll keep it right here. Let's bring out that juggler. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we don't have him. Head or hood. Head or hood. Oh, my gosh. It's the bottom right square. Here to tell us a little bit about cooking is Rachel Ray. Oh, my goodness. So, look, I just got finished making a chicken pot pie. Not to be confused with turkey pot pie, but it's all in the pot pie family. And it doesn't have wheat in it, you slut. But it does have chicken and carrots, which are good for you. My dog, shout out, eats all my food because I force it down its freaking throat. But I just came out with a noose. No, I'm good. I don't curse. I I don't curse unless I drop pasta salad or I'm coming. Can I say that? Shoot. All right, I just did. I have a new pet food. Thanks for that, Brady Hogan. I have a new pet food from my secret uh, birthday guest. Uh, pet food is, what's it called again? It's Delish. called It's called what it is. Delish and not edible. That's what it should be called. <laughs> it's called Delish. I think we took turkey meatloaf and baked beans and mashed them in a bowl and <laughs> sold them to your dogs. Hopefully they don't get AIDS. Thanks for having me here. I'll try to get the bottom right square. Lord and Savior is kind of here. It's yeah. Trip Reeb. Yeah, I'm Trip Reeb. It's nice to meet you, Adam. You're a very nice individual. Great to meet but you. your clothes don't quite match what I'm doing right now, which I'm calling the new drip reeb fashion that oh, I've got yeah. going on. Yeah, I'm looking pretty sharp. Where did you, you are. Yeah. Is that from yeah. Sheen? Or? Adam, probably best to keep your wife away from the facility because I will hit it. Oh, all right. <laughs> you like to hit women the old-fashioned way? Oh, I do Nobody right said way. that. That's Nobody what can prove that. She did, but she's Mexican. Who's going to listen? <laughs> Tell it to a cop. <laughs> All right. Who's on the line? Rick and Susan are there. Uh, Rick and Susan. Rick, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, bud. I am. <laughs> You're Rick Susan. All right. All right. Susan's there. Susan, Hi. you are a girl. Pick a square. Go. Uh, 
Jason Statham. Well, I wasn't even announced. I was just part of one. Great Christmas. That's great Christmas. You like Jason Statham, don't you? Don't you want to kind of show up with Jason Statham hanging around? Maybe move the camera about very quickly. Make it look like I'm moving faster than I actually am. <laughs> That's how I operate. I'm an old man. You think I'm running those those bits and tricks as quick as I am? I'm not doing that. Yeah, how did he CGI? get that billing in my birthday square? This is garbage. <laughs> All right, let's go to your question. Hey, yo, you know, not just your birthday. It's Frank's birthday, too. Damn right. True. Yeah, but deep down, only she picked me, so it doesn't really matter, because I guess I got the biggest movie crank in this square, <laughs> okay, don't I? Okay, calm down. You want to do it? Let's have a dick off, boys. <laughs> Who's okay, in? come on. What are you going to win? You think the Austrian's going to win? He's been on so many steroids, he's got a vagina now. <laughs> Of a dick off. I think that's where you get all your friends named Richard and you put them in a cubicle and you have them tell stories and whoever's story's the best, you give them a you give them some of Rachel Ray's. It's called delicious food. Can't you oh Google my. me? I think if anybody's had a dick off, it's Rachel. Oh I don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know. Improv's tough. <laughs> you nailed it with that noise you made, though. That really that nailed the point home, didn't it? All right, your question. Austria is home to the world's oldest zoo. First open in 1752. Is that true or false? It's something I should be asked, but because you went with Jason Statham, I'm uh, not even going to help Austria? you, Susan. Susan doesn't understand how the game works. She just blabbers on like a Austria woman. Austria or Australia? You're the exact reason they banged a maid. I can't tolerate a woman for very long without oh. switching. One's got kangaroos and one's got not kangaroos. <laughs> I think we'll go with true on that because Susan says false. We'll say it's true. That's an old zoo. So you're going to say it's true. Susan's saying it's false and I'm saying it yeah. is true. It's so exactly Circle right. gets a square. Take that, Susan, with all your actually chattering. in Vienna. All right, Rick. I'll keep this up. I'm going to turn into Michael Caine. It'll be just seconds. It's getting there. It's getting there. Rick, pick a square. Joe Biden. Oh, Joe! What? Hey, Joe, wake up! Joe, wake up, man! It's on a train. No, no, no you're in a studio, it's man. A train. Stop. Heading up from Baltimore. No, no, you're in Phoenix, baby. Down to Scranton. Nope, no. not even close. <laughs> the commander was out, oh. biting everybody. Yeah, oh. put your dog no, 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 no! <laughs> Why is your dog so angry, man? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody what should kind of be feeding him. I'm not sure anybody's feeding him. I've got some delicious food if you oh, want to no. just squeeze it out of the bag. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell fat lady Tony Dance I'll take her food. <laughs> that, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I drive a van. I vacuum. Oh, God. I don't guess gender. Hey, be whatever you want to be, lady man. I don't care. All right, what? <laughs> Senorita, fire away. <laughs> Hey, your question. Most people <laughs> fart between 14 to 22 times per day. Is that true or false? I'm bringing a curve up on that one. I, <laughs> I mean, you're definitely bringing it up. Half of them don't count as farts. Most of them are just <laughs> my pants. Yeah. Maybe just air leaving your body. People like the scat humor. <laughs> You know, I once got canceled in kindergarten for singing the diarrhea song. <laughs> when you're sliding into first and you feel something burst. Diarrhea. Yeah, I got canceled for that. Yeah, that's terrible. That's worse when I got going. Like somebody just nicknamed my asshole the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, I believe it. Firing oil I believe like it, and I agree with it. We want to plug that. All right, Joe, what are you saying, true or false? Most people fart between 14 to 22 times per day. Yes, that's true. All right, Rick, do you agree? It's got to just... be a lot more than that. So be way more than that. So you're saying false, and it actually is true. X gets uh, a square. No, the game keeps going. Uh, all right, Susan, pick a square. Um, Top middle. That's Dr. Dr. Phil. That's me, baby. Good to see you again, Susan. I remember when you came on our Sweeps Week show talking about troubled teens with meth addictions. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for playing along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stick to the script, Suze. Okay. We'll be just fine. You ever seen Air Bud 7? <laughs> Are you in that? No. Okay. Well, it's where he learns how to play foosball, and it's funny as shh. It's funny. <laughs> All right, Dr. Phil, let's get to your question. All right, please. The first known Yo Mama joke was documented in 1866. Is that true or false? Well, first of all, I'm a big fan of the Yo Mama jokes. I used to have a snaps book in college, and I used to bring it out of frat parties. Here's one of my favorite uh, Yo Mama jokes, Susan. Your mama's so fat, her blood type's ragu, and everybody would scream and hoot and holler, Dick. Wow, her blood is marinara. She's got to be a fat tub of, of crap. And then there's also, your mama's so fat, she brought a spoon to the Super Bowl. Also funny. I used to take it up a notch and be like, your mama's so fat, yeah, your dad left. And now he's banging and now he's banging my in-shape aunt. And I've seen him at four back-to-back-to-back uh, family reunions. And, and I bribed him because he bought me these Jordans. I said, I won't tell anybody that you're banging my aunt because you bought your actual son those flip-flops that come free with a bag of two-buck chuck. I haven't talked to either of them in about six months, but I won that round. So, Susan, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> How many no. farts does it take to no. get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? That's that was, it. That was mine. That, that was Joe. What are you doing, Dr. Phil? All right. The first known Dr. Yo- Jill. Oh, it was Am jo- I married to no, this I'm guy? J- no. I'm Phil, not Jill. Oh. Joe, right. have you ever had a wet dream? Yeah, just Keep one. your hand raised oh if God. you've had a real dream. <laughs> dreaming now. Okay, we'll be right back. Dr. Susan, Dr. What's Jill the, lost her hair. What's the, what's the, well, I am bald in, in, above the neck and below the feet. Now, what's the question? <laughs> the first known Yo Mama joke was documented in 1866. Well, I mean, look, I know Wilder Valderrama would have something to say about that as he hosted Yo Mama on MTV. Drink five oh, if you're playing the Wilder Valderrama drinking game every time he's mentioned before noon. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say, you know, my instinct is false, and we do a whole show about trust in your oh gut. Um, I'm going to say true. All right. Do you agree or disagree, Susan? I disagree. That is correct. Nice. It is false. Circle gets a square. Okay. Susan, Next you just wins. uninvited right. yourself to my barbecue. Rick, pick a square, and if you get it right, you win. Rick, that's your cue. Brady's secret square. Oh, he's oh. going for the kill. Bray, uh, Bray. Hello, Rick. I don't think she sounded like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's how I sound now. Perfect. Uh, what's the guess, Rick? I got to say uh, Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy Jackie. is correct. Rick's our winner, but we'll get prizes for everybody. Susan, you get something, too. Nice job. Amazing. Well played. We're out. We're done. There you go. Rick and nice Susan, job. great to meet you. It really was. Rick and Susan is a classic, so like a classic, oh, just yeah. couple, like yeah. a couple names. Like I think there's a Rick and Susan in my old cul-de-sac that, yeah. that like you know helped me make snowballs to throw at like the younger, chubbier kids. Brady? Yeah, I, I was that kid. They just helped me throw. Them, they threw them at me, is what I'm you saying. Just yeah. threw them at the kid at the door, going, "What's for breakfast?" We found out Brady used to go like this is the. Like, he said it was to go just visit, but he would eat sugary cereals at his neighbor's house. Me too. But in the <laughs> so this is a fat kid thing. Yeah. You would go over to the neighbor's house like eight I'd on, on a Saturday. No, he yeah. wouldn't. That's a lie. And then the dad no. would take you and put you in the back of the car. And when he'd get pulled over, he'd go, squeeze them together so I can get out of this ticket. <laughs> Just me? All right. But no, the sugary cereals, it's tough to keep your hands in your pants when the, uh, yeah. when the, they just, you know, chocolate chip crispy. Yeah, my titty. mom wouldn't buy it. But What's unannounced, that? he'd leave his house and go bang on the door at eight in the morning to pretend he was playing. Nobody. And then he's no, like, we would and they're like, they had better cereals the or what? So this is oh, where, yeah. this is where Brady Hobogan comes from is that when the lady at the door, decent human being American says, sorry, we're eating. Normal people go, oh, I'm so sorry for interrupting. Brady would go, cool. 
What you got? <laughs> and he'd wander right into their house. That's neighbor confidence. That is neighbor confidence. Yeah. Great band name. <laughs> right? For like a Christian band. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, if that's what you're into. Right, sure. Every but now and then the station will get stuck on a uh, Christian rock it. station. And for a second, it's really like, you know, it's just like, and that's what we do and we're feeling around and we're getting down to town. And I'm like, all right. And then they're like, and that's why I'll die for Jesus. And I'm like, all right. I'm out. I like it till then. I like it till then. With the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it is yeah, weird. Yeah. There's been full albums I've owned that I like. Drink it. the Kool Aid and half out the man. You're like, what? What are these lyrics? Put look. on your Nikes. Because <laughs> yeah. he's got holes in his hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> look into the sky. <laughs> Trust everything Tony Robbins says. <laughs> I don't know. Put the money in the basket. (laughs) Full albums, full bands I've liked, and then somebody goes, you know they're a Christian rock band. I'm like, garbage, garbage, (laughs) I'm out. Is there one that's truly, though, stood the test of time and transcended through pop culture? You too. You two's a Christian they, band? They're Christian. Oh, but not they're, singing. They're, yeah, they're, not, they're not singing God songs. Their songs aren't about being Christian. Not as heavy Christians, as they right. were. They came out heavy and they've yeah. mellowed out, but they're... Yeah. But there's no, like, Christian rock band that's like, wow. Wasn't just, Creed or... Um, Creed tried, Creed. but they weren't. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Big Skillet? Big Skillet is a close one. They Fly sing leaf? for the Lord. DC Talk was one that started to pop, and I went away when people found out. Yeah, Jumbawamba, jars, jars of clay, Jumbawamba's on. Yeah, <laughs> By the way, okay, that song. Down. I'd be. I would. Uh, Culture Club, big Christian band. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I thought for a while. I thought I'm very ham- gullible. I was like, <laughs> oh, they are okay. Cool. Thanks for that fact that nobody asked for, Brady. <laughs> I thought MC Hammer was a reference to Jesus, wow. but I didn't. Realize. I went down a hammer rabbit hole uh, recently, and what man, does that mean? I'm not googling that. You should. You should. <laughs> it's big. It's Jewish, and it's unsafe for children. Uh, no, it's it's awesome. This guy was. I, it took me back to when I had the cassettes, and he like you can't touch this. Is so good. It's good. Also, the way is it. Um, uh, that's why we pray. Pray. I, I hate mean, that one. You do. I like too legit. Too legit's amazing. I still can't do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you did. That was some so weird off brand hooked on phonics sign language. I think think it was very anti Semitic what you just did to me. And I'm not, thank God there's no cameras. I'm doing two straight arms. He's right. No, that's why this is a problem. This is not the hammer video. Tuck your fingers in and curl the knuckles. Closer to the body. (laughs) Too legit. It's Hitler doing it would be part of the video. Would have been an amazing little moment. Oh, man. Real quick. Just a blip shot of him doing it too well. Hey, hey. Oh, no. hammer time indeed. Yeah, anyway, I think he had a theme song for one of the Turtles movies. Um, Hitler? Yeah. No. I don't remember that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, Vanilla Iced it. Adams. That's who, who it was. The he Adams had the family? Adams family. Adams yeah, family. Adams man. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Well, Adam Ray's here. Thanks. The man. Adam Ray's family. He's here uh, all weekend long if you want to hang out with him downtown. Tonight, tomorrow, Sunday. Throw out the first pitch Sunday. At singing the at Holmberg's uh, birthday tonight. Are you wearing Diamondbacks gear or Seattle yeah, gear? Yeah, me to wear oh, D-backs gear. Oh, you traitor. And my, you're Got to become pals with quite a few of the M's players. And, and uh, You're a whore. I'm anticipating the moment where they see me out there being like, what up? But then also like, what are you doing? You got to wear an M's jersey underneath the Diamondbacks jersey. I thought about it. They specifically Just asked, the so they're like, don't, like, they're like, hey, the one thing we ask they're like you can you know you can do whatever you want you can take whatever you want out but just don't uh, don't wear M's apparel. They're making you. They're making me a jersey, a jersey. and they're making one for uh, Amanda too, which is awesome. That's and you know because that's a big deal. It's, she's you know from here and yeah. it's cool. Yeah, that's great for her. But this my is father-in-law big for Bill you. is is super pumped too. He's like you know got a mitt and he texts me pictures of his of his mitt. That's what he calls he his bought uh, a mitt? his dong. What's that? <laughs> no, no, he, no. He, he had his mitt actually. He's so, he's so sweet, man. He goes. Uh, he, he's so pumped. He's like, I'm gonna warm you up. And then, uh, and he's like, I, I, you know, buttered up the mitt, or what do you do to the mitt? You, you oil the mitt. You oil the mitt. Buttering the mitt is something <laughs> on a grinder. 
Butter the Mitt is my grinder name. <laughs> butter the Mitt every We night. do a whole episode about buttering the Mitt as an orphan. Orphans can butter the yeah. Mitt, too. They just need help. Brent's Italian. That's what he says when he can't get his girlfriend wet. you oh, got to butter that Mitt. I'm not God. going in there. That is a very euphemistic. Is that a word? It's a, a Mitt's unbuttered. What are you supposed to do with this thing? It's dry oh. toast. He goes, I owe the Mitt. He goes, I you know did the whole thing, and he sent me pics of it. He's so he's so pumped. Uh, so uh, so well, i got to get another glove, though. Do you guys have a glove at the I have a glove. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, you don't need a glove to throw out the first well, pitch. Well, I just, I want to practice beforehand, though. But you don't need to, you can catch, well, you're not going to, what are you, you doing? You look weird throwing, playing catch. Have you're you seen people that play anyway. catch without a glove? It's like you seeing your dad man. without a mustache yeah. when he shaves it. If I drove by you and your father-in-law playing catch, I'm like, oh man, one of them's got cancer. Because it's the last wow, catch. It's, catch. A, it's a check. Uh, it's the cancer catch. catch. It's the check. Ca- wow. Yeah. If All I see two grown men playing catch. It's it's a it's a checklist. It's thing. a bucket list. They're, thing. The, bucket they're list, not just yeah. playing catch. Play catch in the, the freeway natural. before I go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, one time on fifty seconds, wow. boy. Yeah, oh, all right. He needs a glove. You're fine. And any man can throw sixty feet six inches once without practice. But what if he's got? What if he just rears back and's got Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson? Strength? Then he's a dick because he recognizes you're not wearing a mitt. Now <laughs> he's now, just throwing it at you. Now riddle me this: if uh, if a bird flies by, yeah, and I hit it Randy Johnson style. Yeah. What happens? Impossible. Uh, you're a legend. Well, it's, you guys, it's happened twice. Was that in it from Randy this year? Zach Gallen did it again from the Diamondbacks. From the yeah. Diamondbacks. So it's an, another one. Did the Randy Johnson one happen in uh, spring training? Okay, and he smushed it. Uh, oh, that, that that thing was Laid dead out. on arrival. Yeah. yeah, a condor. Zach Gallen hit it. Was it was a condor. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. I don't to believe Adam. you. Yeah. What you say? Brady. Yeah, Brady's got to take a lap. Mute his take, mic. He's taking advantage Get a of the sip of the, water. The youth. Do a push up. Amazing. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. No. And then Zach Gallen did it earlier this year. We can talk about this some other. That's time. We oh, yeah. We got another the game. We're in another guys. Sunday at the game. All weekend at Stand Up Live downtown tonight. Alapalicia Palooza. Just found out we're gonna have Foo Fighters tickets. We're going to have Guns N' Roses, Roses tickets oh, to give away tonight. Oh, man. We're gonna be, my birthday party means you guys too. What, what, what are the Foo Fighters playing here? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Adam's got a lot of questions. <laughs> Foo Fighters know. are playing here, I think, October 3rd. Look at you knowing what you Oh, doing. and I'm definitely that coming back is, from oh, that. Oh, are you really? Well, I know like, Dave, and I know their tour manager. Uh, yeah, we're, we're like, definitely going to that. Coolest part is they're with the Breeders, if you remember the Breeders. They're opening for them? Yeah. Wow. It's a cool show. Where are they playing? All right, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I think, think it's, it's out at the pavilion. Sorry, man. I'm playing catch on Sunday, <laughs> and then that's a wrap for me. It's at the it's mall. The They're playing at the mall. Right, You'll catch him. Cool. Adam Ray, thank you. I love you guys. As always. He's it. in Barbie for a few you. seconds. You're going to love it. It's <laughs> out too 12. soon. Shan Bring my parents divorce next. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.